from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Chris Leeson here to talk with us about Nintendo, and also, if you use cheating when you beat a game, does it count as beating a game? I finally have space for activities. Let's just cross the streams and see what happens. Welcome to Nintendo Made Podcast, episode 242, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourselves, which is us. And uh, we are your hosts this week. I'm Trey Three Beat Johnson. That's a lot of beats. I'm Jeremy, ruiner of vacations, Mikowski. There is no John, only Zool, knitter. And uh, we have a special guest this week. Hi, I am Chris Leeson. I don't have a nickname. That's That's all right. Chris, how how are you doing, man? It has been I don't know how long it's been since since I talked to you last. Uh, Years. Chris was a main point in uh, of John and I meeting each other. I actually, met John through Chris when we all went to Columbia together years ago at sure. the at the dorm, and um, yeah, and we worked on multiple movies and sets and stuff together. And yeah, it's been it's been a long time, but it's I saw you all of a sudden you reappeared on Facebook, and I was like, hey, uh, you like you like Nintendo stuff? Do you want to come talk to us? The, the the show has become kind of sort of a way for me to like reach out to people I haven't talked to for a while and have them come on the show and talk to them about games. So it's been a mixture. It's been a mixture of that and independent developers for our yeah. guests. So I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. But how have you been? I've been all right. I'm doing okay. So you know, with everything that's going on, not not too bad. Yeah. Have you have you been able to? Are you surviving well with all the quarantine shit and all that? Okay. Um, I feel like it's. It's been the cracks are showing, but um, yeah, I, I I haven't seen you in so long. I'm working in IT now, so it's it's I'm working from home, working from home since March. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's just yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, you're, <laughs> you're you're one of the lucky ones that got to that got to work from home. It's that's not yeah. It's it, I looked at I was actually at GameStop up until last Christmas. Oh wow! And I I, uh, I I got I looked. Uh, my girlfriend found this program for me, uh, and uh, yeah, got me into IT, and I've been here. So. I, yeah, I think last time I saw you, or last time we hung out, I think you were trying to get into like uh, game development and stuff like that. I think it was yeah. last time I talked to you. That I mean, it was it was probably years ago. I was at my other apartment, and uh, yeah. I, think, I think we went drinking at Estelle's or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, that sounds all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was actually, I went I went back to school at Full Sail uh, mm. for game design. Oh, okay. And I, I just couldn't really make that take off, and then I wound up back in film. Mm. I did that for a while. Mm. I worked on a couple TV shows, like uh, PD, Chicago PD, mm. and uh, yeah. a show that no one watched and tanked up to, like, episode three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's and then uh, I I hurt my back. Can't really be on my feet. Mm. Ended up at GameStop for like three years. Wow. And then um yeah, uh, and now I got this thing. I went and did a certification program through the city of Chicago, and then yeah, so now I'm just working on certifications and 
yeah, mm. programming and web development and all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, not bad at all, though. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, you can you can work from home, and that, that's always yeah. good, especially for right now, like with all this, right. what we're dealing with. It's, uh, we talked about it a little bit before we recorded, but it's been, it's been rough for, uh, it has been rough for myself and my wife because we, well, more my wife than me because she works in, uh, just works in the theater. So theater's kind of gotten royally fucked by all of this. So we don't know when yeah. that's, when that's going to come back. Like it'll be like, it'll be like spring of next year at the soonest, I think is what it seems like. But who the fuck yeah. knows? It it's, takes, yeah. I, I was talking to my sister about this earlier, actually. Do you, I mean, there's got to be theater troops working from home or doing some sort of, uh, yeah. Zoom based theater that would probably use costumes or, you know, it's, it certainly wouldn't probably at least some, something to, yeah. to reach out. And I, figure. But it, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to do just because even like a small play, it demands like a lot of people like in the stage hands and all like that. That's yeah. the main thing. It's like, even if you were trying to do like a small crew, you still need like all the fucking people and it's still yeah. like going to be like over 50 people. So it's like, you know, that's, that that's yeah. the thing. And, and, and my wife is, she's a, she's a dresser. Like she was the person that would help people like change clothes in between scenes and stuff like that. And it's just like such a niche job that she's worked for like the past like 15 years. And it just kind of sucks that it just went away. And it's like, what do you do now? You know, it's like, if yeah, you like no, spend your whole life, like trying to like be the, be the best uh, dresser that you can, it's like, well, what the fuck now? Like you can't just like go and all of a sudden start, start like doing sales at, at an office or something. I guess you could, I mean, she did temp work before and we've talked about that, like trying to get like, maybe like, I don't know, zoom temp work or something. It's like, can we answer some phones for somebody like here at our house? Like, do they like, yeah, do I that? Mean, <laughs> honestly yeah. with that, I mean, going on, I feel like if not, not now soon, like I feel with everything moving at home and people just uh, the whole work dynamic shifting for now, uh, I did, I wouldn't be shocked. It's like, it's just like, yeah, here, here's a phone and they'll go up to your computer and you download this and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Can I like just, uh, I don't know, help people like install their DVD players or something. I don't know. I don't know what people do nowadays. <laughs> something <laughs> like that is what I was thinking. But yeah, in the meantime, we've just been like delivering food, which, which sucks, but at least most of the restaurants in Chicago are like not open. So it's not really that bad. You know, a lot of places, yeah. the diners are completely closed. So you just come in and grab the food and leave, you know, so it's not, it doesn't feel all that necessarily dangerous, you know? And it, and there's like yeah. a lot, everybody's doing the drop off thing where you don't actually, okay. most, most people do like 90% of the people, you just leave the food in front of their door and like text them and tell them that it's there and they come and get it, you know, so you don't actually even see yeah. each other. So, nice. and, a, and a lot of the, uh, apartment buildings downtown, they have just like, they have like delivery tables that's just filled oh, with food okay. and you just put your food there and like write the name of the person on there. You tell the door person like who it's for and they call them and you don't even see them, you know, like it's. A lot of it's that, so it's not that bad, but it's also not great because it doesn't really pay that well. I was working for this one food company, Caviar, that was, like, really, really good. Like, you were able to actually make some really good money from them, and they got bought out by DoorDash, so now everything's shitty. <laughs> so now it basically is through DoorDash, and DoorDash is total garbage. So we tried yeah. working we tried working for them, and it was – it's just their operating system is so off and so bad, and it's just – Hard to do, so we switched over to Uber Eats, which works a little bit better, but it still doesn't pay as much. So blah blah blah. Is, is Grubhub about the same as DoorDash? As uh, far as I tried. Yeah, life? yeah, I tried to get into Grubhub, but they said they were too too full. So whatever. Interesting. But, okay. but that's kind of yeah how we've been making things work. It's just like whatever you know. But I, I was able to do a couple. I did a couple audio days last week. So a couple yeah. a couple weeks ago. Well, so that was cool. 
it, it's I was talking to somebody. Um, I don't know if you know Seth Deal. Yeah, um, I know Seth. Like, I, I used to yeah. work. I used to work with him. We both did. No, that, yeah, we both he's, did a um, bunch of stuff for them. I know he. I know he's back to work. So it sounds like film slowly, mm-hmm. or at least TV is, is yeah. coming back, commercials and stuff like that. Which I mean is is where it's at anyway. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean that's that's kind of what I'm getting. Some of them are coming back around. It's just. Uh, I mean, I've been. I've gotten called. I've been gotten called for a few things, but most of them got ended. Well, pretty much all of them ended up getting postponed. Otherwise, you know, in other words, canceled. You know, because yeah. I'll probably never yeah. hear from them again. But yeah, there was like three or four other shoots that I got called for that were supposed to happen, and they didn't happen because of you know COVID problems. Pretty much, like something happened with the actor or scheduling or whatever. So, so yeah. That's that. So I've been, you know, we've been doing stuff like this and playing games and, and all that stuff. I've been, uh, for a while there, I was beating a game a week. I actually fell out of it the past couple weeks. But this week I made up for it because I have two beats, maybe three beats for the week. So, But let's talk about that. Let's transition to uh, our games and stuff that we've been playing and stuff that we purchased. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we've been playing. And uh, since you're the guest, Chris, why don't you start off and talk about what you've been doing? All right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm back on Destiny. I feel like I go back and forth to Destiny like every year. Like it's a year on, a year off. So um, the season is coming Destiny. to an end, um, and I'm <laughs> I'm trying to finish all of these. They're called Triumphs. I don't know if you guys play Destiny. No, I've Destiny? never played. No, but no, I, I, all right. I know what it is. I've been aware of it. I've heard of it. Is it Destiny One or Two? It's Aren't two. There two of them? Um, okay, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. So Destiny Two is now. It's been going on uh, a few years now. I, I can't remember. It's free to play now. Yeah. Um, Bungie went, um, or yeah, Bungie is now its own entity. It separated from I, I forget who they're who they're owned by. Um, so they're going in a different direction with their new season and really trying to re- take more ownership over over the storyline that kind of has spiraled and gotten so big that it, it just got lost in of itself of like there's every season they're called seasons so every season there's a new story which focuses on a new character of that universe and um at least that's the most recent one ones um it's it, but it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and going out instead of actually wrapping up anything so it, it just i think this next season coming up which starts november is, is going to try and tie everything up and mm-hmm. bring everything back to a more coherent story, which has been missing yeah. uh, from, from this. And they have a Halloween event going on right now where you get costumes or mm. skins for your armor. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's just grinding. It, it's, it's, it's kind of just after working, it, it's something I could, it's at this point meditation of just sure, doing yeah. the same thing over and over and over again, which all the game really is just, is just grinding that's kind of what I've been doing with, with RPGs and stuff where I just, yeah. like I played a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition on, on switch. And a lot of that is just grinding, but it's, it feels comforting to me. I don't know to just, yeah. especially like with the big open spaces in that game. I, that's a big thing I like about RPGs. The ones that I like are the ones that have the big world that you can walk around. And everything's pretty and all that. And that's kind of what I do with that game is I'm mostly just running around doing submissions, but it seems comforting to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just, it's something that you don't have to think too hard about and it's yeah. pretty and it feels good. Like that's, that's neat. I mean, for all of its faults, it's a really tight shooter and it feels good to play. Like everything, sure. like the guns feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sets are really gorgeous. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's just fun and relaxing. And I don't have to think too hard about yeah. it. Um, yeah. And then I, I I just started Ultimate Alliance three last night. Which oh, I, that game's that game's great. I, I beat that. That was a. Uh, I think that was one of my first quarantine beats that I did because nice. I had. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, because I I like bought it. You know, Switch has had like so many games that I was stupidly just like. I think that was in the middle when there was like five big games that all released like week after week after week. Because it was like Ultimate Alliance, and it was like Dragon Quest Builders two, and then it was like Fire Emblem three houses, and it was just like boom, yeah, boom, boom, like Luigi's every mansion in there at the tail end of it. Pro- yeah, so Luigi's the- Mansion, yeah. and like the the one uh, Astral Chain was like in there too, and yeah. there's like all these games that I and I bought all of them because I'm an idiot, like every every week, <laughs> and and I didn't, you know, I didn't like beat. I basically played one of them for a week, and then like played whatever the next one was for like a week, and had this big like all these like backlog stuff and. Yeah, and I was like, well, what, I was like, well, what should I play that I haven't really played? And uh, Ultimate Alliance was one that I got back into, and I really, really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was done really well. From yeah, I, I, I love the first two. Um, I still have them on my PlayStation Four. They remastered them. And okay, yeah. They, and then they pulled them. I think like within a month, mm. uh, because Nintendo bought the rights so they could do oh, the, yeah. the, the third one, hmm. which I was really bummed out that they weren't gonna. They had they haven't released. Two, one and two on the Switch yet as a remaster. Yeah, I yeah. figured like that was the whole point of pulling it off the PlayStation Store and Xbox Store. But oh, weird. I yeah. don't know. Um, but yeah, I I, I love it. It's it's fun. It's pretty. I like mm-hmm. uh, I like what I see so far. I I heard it gets real hard towards the end, so I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't feel like it got unfairly hard. Like it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was like I didn't feel I was getting cheated. I guess. Okay. But but you know like most good you know most RPGs you just go grind some more and then yeah. go back and then you'll be fine you know that's why I like about what I like about RPGs is you can always level up you know you can always just yeah. go and gain a couple levels and then try it again you know what what is your like what's been your favorite like guys to use on your team in that I I, I just I just got um I just beat Sandman so I just got Spider Man Captain mm-hmm. America Iron Man Hulk oh, uh, yeah. Captain Marvel Crystal and um. The, uh, the bulldog, whose name I never remember, the Eternals. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. The the uh, teleporting dog from the Inhumans, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I just got the team, so I, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to go back and kind of start stuffing out. So I was going through all the matchups because it ha- it will show you all the team ups and all the bonuses you get if you have like, oh, the Avengers or martial artists and this and this. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's gonna take a minute. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's. I remember at the beginning they throw they throw like a bunch of people at you like at once, and it's like, oh, okay. It's like it's like here's 15 guys. Uh, you can only use four at a time. Uh, have fun, you know. So it was like I remember that being really overwhelming for that. And another thing that like really sucks about the third one, like the, my main big gripe is uh, that there's no like auto leveling with your guys that you don't use. So if you oh was, really yeah. So if oh, you okay. want if you don't use somebody yeah. for a while and then you want them to be in your team, you have to like grind sort of even though you can get like these cubes these like experience cubes that'll yeah, help you like okay. get a certain amount of le- levels with that and that i would end up just buying those and whenever i wanted to bring somebody into the mix i would just give them a bunch of the cubes to level them up yeah. to the same level as everybody else so and, okay, and that's, that's good to know because like, yeah. I, I would not have noticed that probably yeah. for a minute and there's all those like there's like a uh, challenges that you can do like in the infinity uh, what is it like the Infinity Crystal World or whatever the fuck they call oh, it, where you can gotcha. go and do like those. Uh, there's like missions where they're like harder versions of stuff you've already done, so you can do yeah, that as well right. to grind and get the cubes and stuff like that through there. So, okay. so you 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 do end up kind of having to do a little bit of that, but it's 
it, I don't think it really took away. I thought it was still fun. So whatever. yeah, I mean, it looks really pretty. Like yeah. it's a, it's a really good looking game, and it plays really well. It, it just it just feels like a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the team up moves too, and how you're gonna have one to four. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking it. it. It's it it seems fun. Yeah, so. yeah, no, definitely, definitely stick to it. And the, the DLC stuff was really cool too. I remember there was a yeah, they well, did X-Men like a Blade and Moon Knight, and then yeah, it was like it was like Blade is Blade and Moon Knight, and there was a Fantastic Four one also that had like right. single player content in it, like had its own like story, which is yeah. really cool. Where you go to Latveria and fight Doctor Doom and all that stuff. So that's awesome. So that was fun. I and I mean, I'm a huge fan of that of the Fantastic Four. So. You know, I was really I'm, bummed that the thing wasn't in there because he's like my favorite superhero ever. So it was like that I couldn't Fantastic start with it. Four out of the thing. What yeah. even? What even are you? Well, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he they weren't in the in the game to start with, so you couldn't. Oh, okay. It, it was weird for me to play an Ultimate Alliance without the Fantastic Four in there. Gotcha. Because they yeah. saved them for the DLC, and they were like the last people that were added, but they had their own side story. You know, where they were caught in some other dimension, and that's why they weren't there. Like some one of those things, you know. Yeah. So you get to play as them, but it was still it was I missed seeing them in the roster from the from up front because I like to play as the thing and I had to beat the whole game before I could get to play as the thing, you know. But finally, <laughs> you can. So whatever. But yeah, no, and then you get like Doctor Doom as well, and he's like super, oh, he's super powerful. Cool. Like once you, and and I guess I never did it did it, but if you beat like all of the Infinity challenges or whatever, you get Thanos like to play with oh, like at the very okay. very end, and he's super powerful. But I did not get that far because. Some of those infinity uh, challenges get really fucking hard, and I just couldn't. I didn't have the patience. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I, so I stopped playing. But I, but I got like a good forty hours out of the game. So it was definitely Damn, it was right. fun yeah, for me. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm kind of. I don't. Know, I, I don't have a lot of time to spend on games mm-hmm. all the time. So like, I, I try to ration it, and um, and it's helping me extend the life of the games that I have. And I, I'm trying not to buy because I, I still have. Like I'm Spider-Man for the PS4 I haven't played yeah. yet. Um, and all the DLC, I have uh, God of War, which I started, I think I'm like 10 hours in. Mm-hmm. And I forget everything, so I have to start that over and start yeah. playing that again. Um, yeah, I just have like a never growing list um, of games that I, I'm falling behind. I just I, I wish I had more time to, sure. to get around to. Did you play um, Red Dead 2? I didn't actually. I it's that's another one on my list. Uh, like I just, it's like uh, what a hundred hours worth of game. I'm like yeah. I, I'm trying to like really block that out, and I just kept <laughs> getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Like I I, I beat Jedi Fallen Order, but I want to go back and play it on hard mode. Mm-hmm. I did Animal Cross. I put about a hundred hours in Animal Crossing, and my yeah. island's still garbage. So <laughs> that's that's something I'm gonna work on. But yeah, I, I played Ghostbusters Remastered. Um, which I love. I love that game so much. Uh, and I'll let John fill in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, John. I just got it this week. Yeah, yeah. John has it as um, well. And then Night Trap. I've been going back to Night Trap. <laughs> I, Night Trap. Oh, wow. I it's, love, hate that game so much. Um, I'm right there is, with you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's the worst. Um, don't, if you don't play it, if you haven't already, I can't recommend it to anybody, but man, it's fun. If, oh, you, if you played yeah. it once, Growing up in the '90s and had a Sega CD, it's, it's certainly worth revisiting. Oh, no, we all bought it. No, all of us yeah. bought it on Switch. Oh, nice! So. That's awesome. So we all have it. Yeah. Did you Did you Was buy that... the physical edition too? Or? No, I, no, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't get, get the physical. Really. No. I got it for the I got it for the PS4 because I just couldn't. Uh, it's, oh, it's still sealed and it's like wrapped up because I don't have the art. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm. 
I remember, awesome. I, I think, I think I talked to you about Night Trap like way, way back when, because I just heard about the controversy, controversy around it and how it was like, you know, somebody said like, oh, it has rape in there or something. And you told me like, it's like, no, no, it's just, it's not. And then I played it and I'm like, this is so dumb that like people like, yeah, threw right. a fit about this <laughs> game. It's like, right. it's such an awful, stupid game, but there's nothing like, I don't know. You know, it, it's dumb. It's just like all the people that flipped out about the fatalities and stuff. It's like, this is just, FMV stuff where people where like a guy with a hook like pulls somebody off. That's about all it is. Yeah. It's like so not. And, yeah. And if you're and if you're trying to find like any of the loot stuff which isn't there anyway, mm-hmm. it, you you die in like the first three minutes of the game. Like you get yelled at and then he yells at you again and he ends the game and then you have to start over again. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's just it's it was. I remember we was like right when it came out like all the controversy was going out because it was like bad moral combat were the two games yeah, that right. were like the, that are ruining children and that like we need a, <laughs> a, a rating system right now because yeah. these kids you're, you're gonna end up like us and it's gonna be bad yeah. um and so we my, my buddy is my buddy's birthday he rented the game and we're so excited we're like oh it's gonna be so awesome uh, and it was garbage and it was miserable and we played it for like 15 minutes trying to figure out how to even play it and you're like, nope, it, screw this. It, it is, yeah, it, it is so fucking confusing. Like, I had never played the game before, and there's a bunch of different modes, like on the on the re-release on the Switch, and it's like if you don't really, if you don't know anything about the game, like it's really, I was just like lost. Like I had, I'm like, yeah. I don't understand this game at all. Like I don't know like what it's is the only happening. game that I've played where yeah. you, you literally you literally have to play it with a walkthrough, otherwise you just can't even get through it. Yeah, you have to know exactly where to go, what to be, where where to be, and and what time to hit the button. Otherwise you're, there's no way you can't, yeah. even, you can't even watch the story. Like the whole point of it is to kind of figure out oh, a full motion video game where you can like feel like you're playing a movie. There's no way you can understand the story if you're trying to play the game Yeah, and vice versa. Um, they did a speed run at the most recent um, games done quick and it's speed run in quotes because essentially you're just playing the game perfectly um because it's you're you're kind of beholden to the in-game clock which dictates when the they're called augers the vampires of the enemies that you're trying to trap show up and and so it's just but i mean he still 100 percents it he doesn't like as soon as he gets it he's like in a different room and he doesn't even see he's just like it's it's impressive to watch i'm not trying to undermine any of that or, or take anything away from it because it it, it it's it's really you get to see the game for what it actually is, which is a, just a nightmare to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, nightmare <laughs> nightmare trap. Yeah, nightmare <laughs> <laughs> they put yeah. that on the back of the package, but, but you know, <laughs> nightmare to play. But it sounded enticing. <laughs> yeah. ladies. What was it? Uh, then John even got the second one. The the what you said yeah, it's like sort of a sequel double double switch. Double switch. Yeah. yeah, he has that With as well. Corey Corey Haim was it? Corey or? Haim. Yep. Yeah, is Corey Haim yep, in that? Yep. Yeah, we he were is, just yeah, he's uh, like the main guy. It, Jess and I, we we just did a, we do this other podcast about movies. How is it now? And uh, we just did an episode about uh, American Werewolf in London. And last mm-hmm. night we recorded that. And uh, I, I was like, we should watch. Uh, so we were watching um, Silver Bullet with Carrie with Corey Haim. After that, wow. which That's I have, sense. which I have on DVD, I got it for free from Logan Art from Logan Hardware, which is awesome because it was like ninety nine cents, and they just gave it to me for nothing. And I love that movie, even though it's I don't know, it's like old, it's stupid, but I think it's great. It's like another one of those yeah. movies where Stephen King like wrote the script also and the book. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. But Corey Haim's in that, so like I just so I just saw him. Bucks. Yeah. What? Continue the Corey Haim fandom for like a couple bucks on Switch, double Switch. I don't know, man. Yeah. I you said that that one that sucks worse than it's Night worse. Trap, and yeah, Night it's, Trap it's is. Wor- have you have yeah. you played 
double switched, Chris? Oh yeah, no, I, I owned it yeah. both of them on Sega CD. Like I bought it on Switch as well. Mm. Um, uh, I hate it and I love it. It's, <laughs> it's again can't recommend it, but man, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's very corny. I would say it's like even it's worse than Night Trap. Like yeah, that's why I didn't yeah. want to get it. Night, Night Trap <laughs> is more appealing. Night Trap has the has the campy teen horror movie aspect. Whereas Double Switch is just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like yeah. someone put a movie on on Skip and it's going all over the place, and that's it. Yeah, and it's it's. I think it's the. I don't know the history of it. And I've really been meaning to look into it. I think it's the the reaction to Night Trap of like, oh crap, we're gonna eat all this money. Maybe yeah. if we just do the same thing with, you know, maybe we can sell some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something that's not so offensive themed we can you might actually it might do well and they did not they did not do did well not. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i saw uh i think yeah I, I think i sent you a friend request on switch uh i know you, you sent me your your friend code and all that so you should you okay should i gotta gotten. check that out then yeah, yeah. um i was like i'm still figuring it out i don't yeah. have online do i need online to be your friend uh i don't think you'll get the friend request if it can't connect to the internet no <laughs> okay interesting well, I mean, I can't get it. Um, I don't have the online membership. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you'll yeah. Still get the, the no, no, you, you'll yeah. still you'll still get the friend request. Oh, okay, it, that's it. Just needs to be able to connect to the internet. But no, as oh, far okay. as the yeah. the Nintendo Switch Online, actually, I I very much recommend getting if you haven't. You know, just because you get a you get a whole bunch of free Super Nintendo and NES games on there that that, that come with it, and of course, you get like Tetris ninety nine and Mario 30, 35 and that's stuff right. like that for free. I might you know. get it for the Tetris. Yeah. But like uh, I, because I was telling Trey um, earlier, I, I built a, I rebuilt a Switch over right. the summer as my quarantine was my first quarantine project, um, and I modded it, and so like there's certain things I can and can do with it now. Oh sure. But yeah, like, I, I got Dreamcast on there, Nintendo, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo, oh, Scum, yeah. which I love nice. Scum just because. I love Sam and Max and Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, I wish those yeah. games would get released legitly for the Switch. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, they were on PlayStation. I know Double Fine hooked up with them, and they did. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle. And I think, uh, and yeah, then, I think they're on Game Pass now too, like through Xbox. Oh, really? One. So, okay. well, yeah, the, those games are like the Day of the Tentacle and all that. So, I, I mean, give it time. Everything comes to Switch eventually. So, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on it yet. But. No, yeah, I, I, but yeah, it's it's fun. Like I really love, I really like the system. Um, it's it's Animal Crossing. I think was the first game I got for it. And most uh, and most people Night did. Trap and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt. I mean, that was. I felt like everyone I knew that like people that I knew that that I didn't even know were into video games. They basically all bought Switches and Animal Crossing. You know, and yeah, at the beginning of the quarantine, it was just perfect for everybody because you could live in this nice world where people are always nice to you and you don't have to worry about like all the bullshit that's happening in the real world and all that. And yeah. So it was, it just like overtook everything and became like one of the highest selling games ever because yeah, that was my, I think do chores outside and have a sort of have a job. Yeah. You have a side hustle that pays the bills. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's, 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 I've still been playing animal crossing like fairly regular, so which I'll talk about. When we, when we get to we get to my stuff, but is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about that you've been playing? I think that that's that's really all I've I've been up to uh, game wise. Okay. So I think I'm I'm done. All right, yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's see. So I said earlier on the show. Wait, before we go on, uh, how difficult was it to build a switch? Like, did you build a switch from like scratch, or did you like um, what did you? So when I, uh, yes and no, like I had part of it, so it wasn't from scratch. I did have a base. Mm. Um, uh, I, I came to work at GameStop one day and there was just a broken switch mm-hmm. underneath the counter. And my boss apparently 
had some guy come in, his battery was busted and it was expanding out. Mm. So, it's, oh boy, yeah. So it was a, it was a hazard. And he's like, how, he's like, what, can you fix this? He's like, no. And he, you know, explained the situation, and he ended up ripping out off the back of the switch wow. and having him throw out the battery. Uh, and so I had most of the switch, but I replaced the front case, the back case. The digitizer wasn't working. Mm. So I, I wasn't that worried about it. The digitizer is the touchscreen. In trying to do some repairs, I, I dropped it and I broke the backlight, which is part of the screen itself. So I had to replace the screen. So I figured I'd replace the digitizer. So I ended up replacing the battery, the digitizer, uh, the screen, the front and the back case, and um, the battery. And yeah, and so the digitizer is still not working, but apparently this is an issue with when you're fixing the switch is that third-party digitizers don't work with first party the the connector which is uh, the digitizer connects to the circuit board via the uh, card reader um yeah i know i had no idea but yeah the card reader has the the circuit the chip for the the digitizer on it Mm. so you yeah and it's wild um and and so uh, i had to clean up some god uh I just clean it up in general. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I bought a replacement card reader. So I have that and I just haven't had a chance to flop out the card reader I bought with mm. this card reader. But even then, there's no guarantee that I'm ever going to get touchscreen back, but it's not a huge deal. Oh, wow. But that's really the only difference. And that's really the only thing that you're going to run into. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to build A from scratch or B, replace the digitizer, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's going to be the biggest concern. But everything else, like, you know, I got. Uh, I haven't futzed with the Joy Cons yet. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, did you did you build your Joy Cons or mod your Joy Cons? Like I've seen, not not people yet. Do interesting um, stuff with those as well. Yeah, I I, I was kind of on the thing is one my left ones got all janky, but uh, I think it was last <laughs> November. Target had a a sale on. Remember the the third party Joy like left Joy Con as a D pad. Yeah, yeah, the, the one like that, Mario and Link. Yeah, they were down on yeah. for sale for like three bucks a piece at Target because mm, they're just. So I bought like six of them and I'm like, all right, well, I'll just, you know, cause these will break on me eventually, but wow. at least I have a, a working left pad to, to go. That, so. Those were always, I always felt weird about getting those because they're the ones that like, don't, they only work like if they're connected to the switch, like you can't use them like as their own thing. So I was like, I mean, it's, it's nice to have a good D pad. I ended up just, this is the controller that I use. This is the eight, but do pro controller. This oh, is, this, yeah. th- this has become like my hundred. This actually, this is my second one. I have a, the problem with these is their buttons like wear out. So like the uh, the A button here like won't it won't spring back up. So it's kind of. But if you take it apart, you can actually use parts from Super Nintendo controllers to to fix it. But but I ended up That's just awesome. I just bought another one. They're like fifty dollars, but they have the rumble okay. in there. They have motion. They have motion control. Um, and I they're basically like a Super Nintendo controller with you know with these. That's kind of why, yeah. why I went why I went for it. Like as you can see there. But this is this, this is the Super awesome. Nintendo model. Yeah. But there's a there's like a Super Nintendo model. There's a Game Boy model. Uh this is just this like just the black model. But they look yeah. I mean they look a lot like the PlayStation controllers, which is always like I like those controllers. Yeah. So that's kinda I, yeah. yeah. Are, are they light? Are they heavy? Like do they have some weight to them? Or? I mean they're they're not they're not heavy, but they're not light, I don't think. I mean they okay. I, they might be a little bit lighter than the than the regular Pro controllers, I think. But I don't like I don't like the Nintendo Pro controllers. I think the buttons are like too squishy, and the D pad is weird. And yep. it was just a, the only the only bad thing is you can't you can't scan your Joy Con on it, or you can't scan your Amiibo on it, obviously, because it's not yeah. made by Nintendo. And then you also can't turn on your Switch with it, so you have to like 
hit the, you have to hit basically hit the power button on your switch and then hit start on this and then it'll work, you know, but it won't like yeah. power it on from far away, but that's the only bad things about it, but it's actually way cheaper than the other pro controller. So I super highly recommend this one if you haven't. Yeah, no, I'll definitely get into that because yeah, I kind of I, I got a bootleg most everything else like the power cable and then the dock. Like I just kind of pieced it all together yeah. as I, as I could. Um, How easy was yeah. it to get all those different parts? Um, I used iFixit.com and then eBay. Um, mm. iFixit has videos as well of how to do it. Um, but yeah, I used that and YouTube just to help <laughs> see it from different angles to see how they're doing it because mm. they're different. A couple of people did it differently uh, on a couple of different YouTube, so I wasn't sure which which way of doing it is the best way or the easiest way. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot of trial and error of, and just watching a lot of video and looking at the parts and, and just being very careful. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool though. I mean, I should have I should have mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Like that's so like you know subject for our show here to talk about mm-hmm. putting together a <laughs> switch and all that. That's that's crazy. So I've done yeah, like uh, I've done show replacements on Game Boy Advances, but that, yeah, it's like the most complicated I've gotten with that kind of stuff. Like I, I sort of fixed my Virtual Boy by taking the lenses out and uh, putting them in the oven to like oh yeah yeah get the cooking the Virtual Boy to, yeah. to stick again, and it worked for like a month after that, and then it stopped working again. But like when it comes to like I've taken apart a DS before, and it just was crazy how they had everything crammed into that little plastic yeah, case. It's the the switch is way simpler from what I've seen is compared it? to like a 3ds. It's like it, there's the it's there's far less parts than you would imagine. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty and there's schematics online and uh, just guides of what to do. But it's it was is very much plug and play. It's it's not a whole lot there. The hardest parts the screens and the digitizer. Mm-hmm. And which you I like I can't even think of. Last time I used the touch screen on my switch, like yeah, I mean it's so. I, I mean, I, I use it to like I, I use it to on the eShop. That's about the only time I mm-hmm. use it, and I you and I'll type I, in stuff. Yeah, well, I, I don't even type anything in. I just like click on the thing that I want to look at. Uh-huh. Like that's about all I do on there, you know. And it's like, and on the main menu, I guess when I'm using it in handheld, which I use it, you know, I use it ninety percent docked, so pretty much. So I just basically, you know, I'll be like, oh, I can I can tap things on here, but that's about. I just expect to be able to tap everything in every game and handheld, <laughs> yeah. even though you can't, you know. So, but mostly, I, mostly I played on the dock, so I mean, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. But yeah, I've had a we talked about it on the show, but I've had all sorts of trouble with the Joy Cons. So I was wondering if you you said you haven't like messed around with that yet, aside from not, buying the not, left one. Yeah, yeah, I, it's 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 on my to do list, um, absolutely. Because I, I definitely want to I want to, but it doesn't seem that hard because a lot of the the first troubleshooting is it's just dirt. So just get in there with some 99% alcohol or 91% alcohol. I think it's 99% is ideal. And just go around the the thumbstick mm-hmm. and try and get inside that because a lot of it's just the dirt that just cakes up in there. Mm-hmm. That's usually the, like the number one solution mm-hmm. and something that you should try first from what I've been seeing definitely look that up don't just listen to me and yeah, do yeah. It. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard you know. i've heard people talk of it like i've heard it mentioned i always, what i also what i heard is people are saying that the i guess whatever's the ring that's like around the joystick on the joy con just can get worn down really easily and that's why yeah people have been getting the the whole drift and i have i have three pairs of joy cons so i have six joy cons total i have the ones that came with the switch and then i bought the splatoon ones and then i bought like the the wario whatever ones the like purple and orange ones are the ones that I'm using now. 
but yeah, my my uh, my my Splatoon one, the green and the pink one, those went completely drifty on me. So I just stopped using them and just use the other ones. But I, you know, it's like only a matter of time until these go drifty too. So that that's kind of how it's happened for me. Like you just if you play it handheld enough, that it'll happen. It'll happen to you. It'll happen to everybody. <laughs> you can try to deny it all you it want, but it's going to happen to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people say that like on uh, online where they're like, I have like 10 pairs of switches and never happened to me. It's like, yeah, because you have fucking 10 pairs of switches or 10 pairs of joy cons, you know, I was being a braggadocious about it once. And then within like, it it was on the show. I think it was one of the times Janet was on and uh, within like two months or no, it was within weeks. I think it happened to you first, right? Jeremy. Yeah. I think you had, I think you had the drift first, Jeremy, because I had it. I got mine started drifting in the airport in Japan when we were heading back for our honeymoon last yeah. year. So that was, that was Terrible. when it was first started drifting and I was playing, uh, I was playing Jedi outcast on the switch. Like that was a, remember that game? That was a game that I talked to Chris about like years ago when we were, when we were in the dorm still, I remember. Yeah. I love that. We talk- I love those series. We were I talking mean. about the GameCube game when, when, <laughs> when that was on there. Cause I, cause I remember, cause I think you encouraged me to get it because I don't know. I Jan gave it a bad review for whatever reason, but I bought it. I ended up buying on GameCube and I loved it. And now I, and I bought it on switch and I played through all of it on switch too, because I, I love that fucking game. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I got it when it came out. I was so excited to play that game again. I was so psyched. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad you liked it. I'm really glad that you, you enjoyed it. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, no, I wasn't wrong. Yeah. And you hated it. No, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I loved, I loved it, which what sucks between the two of them is the GameCube one had a, had like a, had like a deathmatch mode on it and the one yeah the one on switch doesn't but if you have the uh what's the one after that jedi academy actually does have online deathmatch if you played that one that okay. came out this yeah, year i i don't think i've i i it's it's my next it was it's on my my wish list of things yeah. to get yeah like I, 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 that thing's just getting out of control too yeah that, that was kind of what i when it, when the quarantine started i was doing the beat of the week thing i those were two big ones where I'm like, all right, well, I already have Jedi Outcast and I have Jedi Academy too. So I'll just like, so I beat Jedi Outcast and then I beat Jedi Academy like right after that. So I just, just going through them. I and I have, and I have Pod Racer on there now too, you know, the, oh, the other right. one. So yeah. So like there's, I love, I love the amount of, and there's like pretty good representation of 64 games in there, which I'll talk about, you know, of, of the big one, one of my favorites that's on there also. But, but yeah, you got like both of the Turoks on there and like, uh, Episode one racer and like Doom sixty four is in there too now and and like Shadow Man's supposed to come soon, which I'm super excited about whenever that comes out, like a remaster of that game. So yeah, it's nice. It's a nice like renaissance of sixty four games on the Switch. It's great. That's like one of the main things I love about the Switch, just all the all the like touched up re releases that they have on there of older stuff, which is great. I want I want all the old games to be in H D and play well and all that. So they're fun. Portable. But <laughs> Yeah, and and become and become portable. Even though I don't really, like I said, I don't really play it portable because I don't really. I, I used to go. I used to like go and drive to a lot of places to do audio jobs and stuff, and that disappeared. You know, it was I was to going and doing like random like crime shows and stuff like that in various places, and people aren't really hiring for that anymore because of the quarantine and all that shit. So, so I, so I didn't feel the need to don't need to take it anywhere anymore. But someday, someday, hopefully. But yeah, as far as uh, games that I've been playing, uh, speaking of which, Doom 64, I beat, sort of. Uh, Jeremy watched me stream it on, on Twitch, but I basically, I got all the way to the final boss, the Mother Demon, and it's like, it was just so hard that I got so frustrated for, with it that I just put a cheat code in and made it and made it to where I was invincible and then killed her in that way. And I tried, and I tried playing it a bunch after that without the cheat code, but 
That final boss, like, she fires these rockets at you that move way faster than your Doom person can ever move, so it makes it really, really fucking hard to dodge. Like, that was the main problem, because I, I like that game a lot, and I think I'm pretty good at it. You know, I was able to beat that Cyber Demon with, like, 8% health, but the fucking, uh, the fucking, like, um, Mother Demon at the very end of the game, and not to mention you have to fight, like, I don't know, like, 300 demons before you get to her. Unless you find all the keys in the secret in the secret levels to shut all the doors that the demons are coming out of, and I didn't find any of those because they're fucking hard as hell to find, and you need a guide, and I don't like using guides on stuff, so I only got to one of the secret levels, and I didn't even find the I didn't even find the key there, so yeah, but but I got, I got to the end and I beat it sort of, so I mean, you have know, you ever I, beat the game before? No, I never did. Yeah, I never well, did. I thought beca- you would beat it back in the day. No, I got to the same thing. I got to the last level and I couldn't get past the 300 demons that you have to kill before you get to the final mother demon. So there's 300 demons? Just I, like I, hordes of them. I didn't count all of them, but there's a fuck there's a fuck ton lot of them. It's yeah, like there yeah. there's like three there's like three doorways and they just they're like portals and they just keep coming out of them. So oh, like gross. that's and it's just like it's basically everybody you've ever fought except for I don't think there's any cyber demons, but everybody else is in there. So and there's those one guys that shoot the the flaming skulls out of their out of their guns, so that could be infinite flaming skulls if you don't defeat them soon enough. So it's definitely, I don't know. I read some stuff on Reddit about it just to try to figure out if there's any sort of trick to that final boss. And most people were saying that that that, that doom, that Doom sixty four, they thought was one of the hardest dooms on any of the systems. You know. Well, I, I would so. give it. I would say that given. 20 years of effort trying to beat a game and finally you got to the end and then you just finally gave him, okay, one cheat code. All right, cool. I'll give it to you. You beat the game. I was just, I was frustrated because, yeah, I, I love Doom 64. It's one of my favorite 64 games. I I mean, Jeremy and I, we did like a live show talking about it like, you know, last mm-hmm. year at the Beat Kitchen or maybe it was two years ago. But, uh, you know, I've, I've, I, I had a shirt. I have a shirt that I had custom made for me, Doom 64 shirt and all that. Like, I'm a big fan. Yeah, so I've, I've played it a lot. But, yeah, any of the listeners, you know, let us know. You can always comment on any of our Facebook posts or stuff like that about about how you feel. But, yeah, that was my first beat of the week. Because I've been kind of trying to just play, like, you know, scary games for Halloween and stuff like that. And Doom 64 was my first one. So, yeah, I got all the way to the final, final, final boss. And I was able to kill all of the guys and still keep, like, all of the demons and still keep all of the ammo for the for the BFG. And you only have to shoot the mother demon like four times with the BFG, like four. I think it's actually five, but it's really, like I said, it's really fucking hard because you can't dodge the the rockets. And there's like this ultimate life thing that you can get in the middle, but you have to get past her and not get hit by the rockets to do it and get around. And dodging is not as easy as you would think with that character. But yeah, Doom sixty four. I made it through finally. And that game's only like five dollars on Switch. If anybody hasn't got it, I think it's great. I think it's still good. I was one of those people that fought for it because some of my friends in high school, like, they're like, "Oh no, that game's that game's bad. It's no good." And I'm like, and I just kind of like played in secret and not tell anybody. And I was like, "I love this game. It's awesome." So I'm glad it's come back. They said around. you had to have a, like mouse and keyboard, or what was their deal? I don't know. I don't know what that. I think they were mad that it wasn't Goldeneye. But who the fuck cares? Like, it's honestly, I, I like playing Doom 64 much more than I like playing Goldeneye. So I mean, that's how I feel. I, I like that. I like playing that game more than I like playing Perfect Dark or Goldeneye. So. Yeah, it's, I'm not saying going to say this is necessarily better, but I think it's still really good. I think the I think the the level design on it is incredible, and the lighting is really really good too. And all the sprites are brand new; like they remade all the guys and all that. And it's a completely I think most people don't understand that it's not a remake of Doom. It's like a completely different game. 
like made from the ground up for 64 and that's what makes it so cool that it's its own it's its own entity it wasn't just a port you know it wasn't like doom like duke nukem 64 or anything like that so but yeah i made it made it through that game uh was my second one uh i beat bullet storm as duke nukem speaking of duke nukem i I played through bullet storm because there's that that's available on switch it was actually on sale for like seven bucks for a while i don't know if it's still there now but I finally got through that game. I beat that a couple of days ago. It was it's a fun game to play through. Um it's it's rather short, so that's kind of why I wanted to get into it, get on it and get through it. But uh once you beat the game, you get this mode called overkill mode where you get access cuz you can only carry 3 weapons at a time in the regular game, but when you get to overkill mode, you can carry all the weapons that there are in the game at the same time. And the way that uh I don't know if you any if you played Bulletstorm, Chris, but it's like uh you know, you do you kill people in interesting ways, and you get like points for that, and you use that to buy ammo and stuff like that. That's the way the game works. I think they played it on a 360. Yeah, it was like a it first came out. I think it was like a PS3 360 game. Yeah, yeah, and they and, and it was it was from uh, fuck what's it, Gearbox? It was made yeah. by Gearbox, and they own Duke Nukem now, so they released a re-released a Duke edition where you can play through the whole game as Duke Nukem, and that was that was how I played it was as Duke Nukem. And it's funny because you pretty much say the exact same lines, except it's Duke's voice. And he's just in there, you know? And and there was a few times where he's like, I don't know why I'm here, you know, but it's... And they just kind of stuck that in there. But yeah, it's it's hilarious, but kind of awesome at the same time. I don't know. I liked it a lot better than Duke Nukem Forever. So that was... <laughs> I've definitely played Bulletstorm a lot more than that game. And I have that game too on PS3, just because I think Conan bought, bought it for me for like $5 because it like dropped so quickly because like nobody liked that game and it went it went cheap like so so quickly you know what when you told me that when you said the new game plus on um bullet storm what it's like the game that immediately i thought of was kirby superstar does kirby star superstar do that well what i was i don't think i said because uh the the game you unlock at the end of it is oh okay well i guess you didn't explain but i was gonna say i didn't say the whole thing yet about overkill but yeah overkill like you you do these special moves that get you points like you know like you shoot like you shoot a guy into a cactus and they get impaled and that's like a move or Mm -hmm. like you you know or like you kick a guy and shoot him or like you slide into him and, and shoot him and or like there's this like drill there's this thing where you shoot like this big like harpoon and if you like shoot somebody into the sky with it like that's its own thing or like if you shoot them like way into the background into a wall or if you shoot like multiple guys with the same harpoon like that's also a thing and if you do all of these all of the ones for each weapon the weapon becomes like ultimate like unlimited ammo is basically the idea of the overkill one so you try to go through and do all the different stuff and then you'll never run out of ammo for that gun if you do all of the special kills with each gun. And that seems pretty fun. You know, if I had more time to go through the game again, that would be a fun thing to do. You know, it's a nice new game plus thing that's on there. But Kirby. Okay, well, that's not yeah. exactly why. <laughs> well, yeah, that extra fact didn't remind me of Kirby, but uh, I was just thinking of like in Kirby where you you unlock that last game called Milky Way Wishes. Mm. And then every time you get an, a copy ability, you get to keep it. So you have all the copy abilities and you can use them at any time. Oh, sure. Whereas you said, like you could only have like three guns at a time before. Yeah, you can carry all. You can carry all the guns, and you also have all the guns unlocked at the very mm-hmm. beginning of the game. So, and I think you keep any of the upgrades that you did for your guns. Like I think all that stays like in the in New Game Plus. So, it's fun though. I mean, if you like, I, I you know if you if you would have bought it for sixty dollars when it came out, you know, and you wanted extra stuff to do with it, that's a nice like second mode to go to through. It's mm-hmm. a shame you can't just start it like that. Since it is like a technically like a remaster or re-release or whatever, but but yeah, I made it through that game. It was fun. It was super fun to play. It had a 
you know, it had an interesting ending. There's like no final boss, which I kind of like games that do that. Like sometimes they don't have like a big giant boss at the end. There's just like a, just like a slew of enemies that you have to get through. And if done right, I think that can be a nice breath of fresh air instead of like throwing some huge giant annoying boss character at you at the end of the game. Hmm. But yeah, I made it through that. And and speaking of huge, giant, annoying boss characters, I also beat uh, Resident Revelations 2, Resident Evil Revelations 2, which had a giant, annoying boss character at the end of the game. But that was a freaky boss. Yeah, that boss was fucking weird. I I've I know I know you've played a lot more of the Resident Evils than I have, Chris. And actually, you know, Resident Evil was like the reason was the main reason that all of us really met each other because I remember you, Chris, knew John already, and you were friends with my roommate Todd. Yeah, yeah, well, fucking Todd, that weirdo, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and John was uh, what two doors down from me. Yeah, John, yeah. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I was were, on the were you guys close? Four, 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 that's right. Yeah, because yeah, you were down the street, uh, hall from Peter, right. my buddy right. Peter, yep. and then you live with Sarah, right? Or Sarah was just hanging out there a lot. No, I didn't live with Sarah. No, Sarah moved in with me at some point. Sarah um, moved with you. Yeah, year. we would all hang out on in Sarah's room. That's the second right. floor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I, I think that's how we all. Met. I think I think I pretty much met you like within the first day of college or within the first week for sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, I forget how. I think it was because of Sarah. I think she's like, yeah, we're doing stuff, and we just ended up hanging out. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah but well, I, so I bought um, Resident Evil Four for the GameCube, and I remember I was looking around all day, like it was a it, the it game. Was, I, it was the first. I was one. going to every. Div- uh, Resident Evil, not, yeah, I said four. It was the remake. It was the Resident Evil remake, remake yeah, for yeah. GameCube, yeah. Yeah, and so I was looking out all day for this game. I finally found it at the Virgin Megastore after a couple of hours going from store to store. Bought it, brought it back to the apartment, ready to play it. Get in the door. Lo and behold, my roommate is watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I just got this game. You know, is it cool if I give it a shot? He's like, oh, I'm watching this movie. And, you know, he wasn't budging, so I was yeah. like, I gotta find something. Gotta have a TV Some in way to play room, this man. game. So, yeah. so I went to Chris. I said, Chris, do you know anybody who's got a GameCube that we can play this game on? And you pointed uh, us to, to Trey. Yeah. I, I, I thought. Said, oh, I know this guy on the, on the, on the fifth floor who loves Nintendo. I know he'll let us play. I thought, <laughs> this is, I don't know if I'm wrong. This is the way that I remember it is, uh, you were, you were with, you know, you were buying stuff from Todd and, uh, you're like I'm gonna go. You're like I'm gonna go play, or I'm gonna go watch somebody play Resident Evil the remake. And I'm like, wait, what? Somebody has that? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, can I come with you and go watch it because I hadn't seen it yet, you know? And then we went to go see John, and I think that was when your TV wasn't available, so we went back to we went back to my apartment and then we played it there because I do remember playing it on the couch there. And I had asked you what your favorite game was, and you said like Ocarina of Time and all that, and then we talked about Nintendo and it, and it was cool. And that was all. It was all based around Resident Evil, so. Come come full circle, but I also remember we all went to go see Spider Man together, the first yep. one, the Tobey Maguire yeah. movie. I remember seeing yep. that in the theater, and I was like, "This is really cool." Like I've never done this in a college in a college before, and I remember Chris actually, you were like mentioning one of the comic books, one of the series of Spider Man where like uh, the Vulture like becomes younger and all that, and I was like, that kind of blew me away because I'm you know where I, I was from a small town and like nobody was reading comics and. And I was like, I know that. I was like, I read all that stuff. I remember that. So it was nice to meet somebody who had actually was actually reading like current Spider-Man stuff. Like you're one of the first ones that I that I knew that weren't like my friends from back home. You know, that was like in another college. It was kind of I was like, whoa, okay, this this college is cool. People know stuff about 
about 90s Spider-Man storylines and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, cause, and back then, I think it was, like, it was 01. So, mm-hmm. like, Spider-Man was doing, like, John Romano Jr. was taking yeah. over Spider-Man again. And it was awesome. Like, yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man was, I think, in its second. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was still, it's, it's, I feel like it was, like, I don't know, issue 20 or, or in the teens yeah, or something. It was yeah, still fairly early. Yeah, and, like, Spider-Man was just having this really great renaissance mm-hmm. in 01. And it was great. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super psyched to have like, oh, awesome Spider Man. Let's yeah, <laughs> just have just nerds to hang out with. And yeah, it was like a we went to like a mid, went to like a midnight showing or something for it was a, like a really early showing of Spider Man One. I remember that like Columbia rented out the theater or something, or we all just went or no, we it, all just went. I don't, I don't it think was really cool. out the theater, but the whole dorm pretty much you know Spider Man was doing like was it was it a midnight show? I thought I it was I, I, I thought it was a late. I remember it was a late show. I don't know if it was a midnight yeah. show or not, but it was definitely. We went late at night, but it was cool. It was like awesome. Yeah. I remember yeah. I went to see uh, X2 with you, Trey. I think that was when they rented out. One of the times they rented out a theater. Possibly. I remember seeing episode, uh, what was it? Uh, Star Wars episode two. Two. Yeah. yeah. That was another one. We, we all went there. Yeah. yeah I remember they, that the, <laughs> they rented like it out. The, yeah. the fourth reel and it was upside down or something. No, <laughs> no, that, 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 no that was Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. I just yeah, remember, was, well, that was at the Burnham, which, which John worked at for a while. Yeah, you worked at that theater. I did work there for a while. The place, no, yeah, place um, was scary from uh, what you told me. <laughs> it sounded like place, it was a weird place. That place was real special. Yeah. It was like multi-floored, <laughs> oh right? I remember that place. There was yeah, an was escalator. I, I loved that place. That place was great. It had like the smeared, yeah. the smeared cheese on the screen is what I was saying. Yeah, like there yeah was, that was that was, that was for <laughs> Attack of the Clones. The smeared cheese was. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw Resident Evil 1 there. Yeah. Oh, The Mila Jovich movie there. God. I've never watched any of the Resident Evil movies in their entirety because <laughs> aside from I watched the the CGI one, Degeneration or whatever it was, the oh, one yeah. the, the one in the airport. Yeah. I watched that one, but I I yeah, I I I refuse to watch any of those Paul W.S. Anderson movies, especially like the Oh my god, Monster Hunter looks like so much like looks like so much steaming garbage. steaming garbage from what I've seen of that it's like well you know monster hunters like this but what if they had guns what if it was <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like a military thing and they have fucking guns Tony and, jaws in it that that's awesome yeah, yeah. and mia, so. jo- mia jovovich doesn't look she looks old now no offense but she looks much different than she did i don't know i haven't seen her since the fifth element she looks much much different now but yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah it's been a bit a minute that yeah, it's like wow, she's uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think those time marches on. Paul Anderson movies are garbage anyway, but but yeah, Resident Evil Revelations two. It's a uh, I got it for the Switch. I you know wasn't able to play it because it's like a PlayStation Vita exclusive, like originally. But it's great. It's a fun game, and I and I beat it finally. I made it all the way through to the end on stream last night. Uh, Jeremy watched it and beat another game mm-hmm. at the same time, which we'll talk about later. But I don't know if you played any of the Revelation games, Chris, but they're, I thought they were really cool. I, I have, I think, two on the... on the No, it's Revelations 3D for the 3DS. Oh, okay, like yeah, that, that, that was, was the fun. first... Re- Revelations, the first one, was a, street, was a 3DS exclusive originally, and then it got ported to Wii U and PlayStation 3 and all that stuff. But gotcha. then the sequel, Resident Evil Revelations 2, was not on 3DS, and it broke my heart. So yeah. At the and time, was- yeah. The better of the two from everything I've. I've it's good. I, I think it's. Re- I think it's really, really good. Like actually, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, now I don't really know. Like I said, I haven't. I haven't. I never played. Well, I played enough of Resident Evil Five to know that I didn't like it, and I didn't play any of Resident Evil Six. So I mean, I kind of like, mm-hmm. just kind of bowed out at Resident Evil, like around Resident Evil Four, which was probably the best one. But 
Revelations, like I felt like it kind of returned to the like the whole survival horror thing. It, it's, it felt like it was more like the older games, and that's why I really liked it. And Resident Evil Revelations Two is kind of like that too. It's like very much like you don't really need to know that much about the story and still have fun with it. Like that's why I really enjoyed about it because it's at the core, it's still basically like a third person shooter with like zombies in it, you know. But it's not like it's not like Doom, you know, because you don't because there's definitely a survival aspect to it because there's not very much ammo in the game and it's very much like you trying to survive with the next to the next part by the skin of your teeth and all that, which reminds me a lot of the original Resident Evil. So, and the and Resident Evil Two Revelations Two actually ends in a mansion, so they just had to do that, and I thought that was a nice little surprise at the end. You do go to a fucking mansion looking thing, and you kind of and it does kind of feel like Resident Evil One for a second. And you, you play as these, you play as these four different characters in two different timelines. Like you play as, uh, what's her face? Uh, Claire, Claire Redfield and, uh, Moira, Moira Barton, Burton, who is like the son of Barry Burton from the original game. So like you play as these two and, uh, what's her face? Uh, Moira, Moira apparently like gets lost in the game. Like she doesn't make it. So you're playing as Barry trying to find her in the future. And so, and you kind of bounce between the time when she was alive and when Barry's looking for her. So you're kind of like playing the same level, but at different times. And it's kind of cool. Like it's one time it'll be like, it'll be like a sewer that's flooded and then it'll be emptied by the time you play it later. And, and the zombies will look o- older when you play it as Barry and that type of thing. And plus you can play as Barry, which for anybody who liked him in the first game, he's a playable character in this. So I thought that was kind of cool. And you're looking for his daughter, but in the very end of the now game, you can hope that this is yeah. not Chris's blood. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in the very end of the game, it actually, that they meet like uh I don't know I'll I'll do I can say spoilers I don't think anybody cares about this game other than me but uh, anyway Barry's daughter like gets caught under some rock and you end up leaving her there as Claire Redfield and then you come back and then you play as as Barry in the future and Barry finds like this I don't know if it's Wesker's like wife or daughter it's like this female Wesker person that becomes like this really huge like deformed zombie looking thing like that's almost like a it's almost like a dog and a person. I don't know. Jeremy saw it on the stream. It's pretty. It's a pretty crazy looking boss. It also that you reminds fight there. me of like a boss from a like a more grotesque angel from Bayonetta. Sure. Yeah. The, like yeah. That could it be with like a zombie. Yeah, and her face is like all falling apart, and there's like mm-hmm. different skin like stitched together like in the middle of it. It looks really cool. But um, yeah, you you end up fighting her, and you know you, you like there's a part where you have to fight her and beat her, and then like she chase you know she chases you out of this tunnel. And when you get up to the cliffside, Claire shows up in a helicopter with a sniper rifle and a bazooka. And, and you get to kind of do like a co-op battle where you switch between Claire and Barry. Like, and it's really cool. Like you, you're basically in the helicopter and you get to shoot her from the air. And then the thing will like chase Barry into a tunnel and then you get to fight him as Barry. I mostly just ran out of the tunnel with Barry because mm-hmm. I was almost dead anyway. And then it would switch back to Claire yeah, and then I could a, shoot the monster again. The and all that. I thought for sure you were going to die and you kept just like running through those tunnels. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't die. I was so so almost dead in that, but yeah, but yeah, no, it, it had a really cool ending. Like I, I liked that it. it had a nice little co-op boss at the end there. I thought that was awesome, and uh, yeah, and there and there's also like an eleven type person in there, which uh, she's like experimented on, and she's like the ultimate being or something like that. Which that was whatever, but no, it it was cool. The the ending was great, and I unlocked new costumes, and you get this like mode called the struggle, which shows you basically what happened to to Moira. Burton while she was, while she was, uh, you know, while she was stuck under the rocks or whatever, you get to see what she did for however many time before Barry came and showed up. Cause, cause she shows up and saves Barry also and everybody lives. And 
it's fun. It's if you're like if you like the old school Resident Evil stuff and kind of fell off of it, it's I think it's good. It's like for for someone like me who likes who's more of a fan of like the first the first games than the later ones. You know, I like the ones that were more about the horror and less about action. So this yeah, is just no, it, yeah. It, be, it became a it, it was a game that I really liked. It's it's super like it's like 26 gigs. So it takes up a lot of your a lot of the space of your system, but it's on sale like all the time. I've seen it selling for like as low as like seven bucks. So I think people should get it. But yeah, I finally made it all the way through. That's my that's my third my third beat of the week. And of course, you know when you beat it, you get like new game plus with like extra costumes, and you know you get the the Chicago typewriter or the Tommy gun and all that, which was in Resident Evil Four as well. So you can do you can have those same costumes and stuff in there. And there's like and there is like a missionary or what do you call it a mercenary mode there is a mode like that where you kind of can just go through and kill zombies and rack up points and make your own character and like unlock weapons and stuff like that there's a whole side game like that and of course you can play the whole game in local co-op and all that stuff so it's fun but yeah resident Evil revelations 2 finally finally knocked that one out so it's a good one and uh one oh yeah one last thing uh my, my wife just came in to tell us Wanted to tell us about Animal Crossing before we started recording, but uh, we've been playing. We've been playing the Animal Crossing uh, October update fairly often. Like we've been talking about this show for a while, and uh, you know you can plant you can plant pumpkins and like grow pumpkins and stuff like that. And she just found out that you can take the pumpkins that you grow and replant them and get more of them. So I think that's awesome. So like if you're if you're trying to get like more like green pumpkins or white pumpkins or like the ones that are more rare, you can take any of them that you have and just bury them in the ground, and they automatically become like a green pumpkin plant or a white pumpkin plant or whatever. So I've been trying to collect a whole bunch of green pumpkins and I actually have like six green pumpkins. So I can just like dig up all of the orange ones that I have and just replace them with all green ones. And I'll just have a big thing of green pumpkins. Cause I've, I've been trying to grow those so I can make the, uh, the, you can basically customize any of the spooky furniture with different colored pumpkins. So I've been trying to make all of them green cause you know, green is my favorite color and I like that. So. Yeah. So for anybody who's looking for pointers for Animal Crossing, you can do that. I didn't even know. And it's uh it's one of those like we were talking uh it was Animal Crossing was really huge for us like John and Jeremy and I we like played the shit out of it. And then, you know, being Animal Crossing, you put like 500 hours into it and you might get bored with it after a while. Which is so insane that we put like so many hours into it and it's like Right. I mean, of course, it's like I put more more time into that game than I think I've ever put into any game ever of all time. So I mean, I think I've never been so intense with the game and then just dropped it off a cliff. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I mean, three hundred hours and that was yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, but that's I'm saying like it's nobody should be making fun of it because it's like oh well, there's nothing to do now. It's like, but yeah, we put like three hundred fucking hours into the game. Like that's more you more time than you get from most games, you know. But I like that yep. it's still it's still bringing me back around and all that. But yeah, so I've still been playing that and getting the candy, and I think I'm almost to like. I think I have like 15 pieces of candy now because I'm trying to save all the candy for the Halloween event so you can trade it into Jack and get the lollipops. Or you trade it into your villagers and you can get lollipops to trade into Jack and he'll give you like specific um, spooky furniture that you can only get on Halloween and stuff like that. So that's what I've been doing. But I've, I've made I made like a bunch of like pumpkin fences and various like there's a spooky table that's a giant pumpkin and like a other you can get like make a stack of pumpkins and you can make these really cool spooky gates that are like these dead trees that are all kind of wrapped around each other and they have like crows and like a uh, glowing pumpkins and stuff on it, like jack-o'-lanterns and stuff like that. So you can do, you can make your town all like horrified if you want to. <laughs> 
So that's that's what I've been doing on that for the most part. And also, I was kind of drunk the other night, last night, so I I bought the ultimate, uh, what is it, the definitive edition of Sleeping Dogs on PlayStation 4 because it was on sale for, oh, like, wow. for, for $4. Okay. Oh, but yeah. but yeah. that game was awesome. Like, I love that game on PlayStation 3, so I just kind of bought it on a drunk whim. Because, yeah, you can buy the whole thing with all the DLC for like $4.50, and I just... I was like, why not? I'm like, because I, I remember I got it on PlayStation Plus for free, and I played the shit of it, and I liked it so much that I bought the DLC stuff and played through all that too. It's basically like a open world game, you know, GTA ish game in China, and it's cool. It's a lot of fun. If anybody who's looking for a cool, cheap open world game, you get that for four dollars on that. But that's what I've been playing. Alrighty, well, it's going to be kind of the same thing I've been playing for a little past couple of weeks, so I'll just kind of go through it. Um, Hades, still playing Hades. I'm at 35 plus hours. Last time I checked, right after we recorded last week, I played again and was able to beat the two champions, the Theseus and the Minotaur. I beat them again pretty easily, like like the second time. So I'm like, this is going to happen a lot. I beat them and I got through all the the next part where I had died before, and I made it to the final boss. I made it to Hades, and I got all the way to his second form, and then he just like smoked me once he like. So I don't know how many forms he has, but I know I got really close to beating it. So I'm very close, but I haven't been able to get back to that point for like almost a week now because for whatever reason, I just got lucky with my boons, I guess, that round was able to fly through it. I got to where I only had to hit the Minotaur like two more times today. He like had just barely a sliver of life left and he took me out. So, but I'm still playing it, having a great time with it still grinding still like upgrading every time i die so i'm at like 60 something plays now and still having a blast with it haven't gotten bored with it yet but as i was saying last week like it's one of those things where i like i might play one run a day now because well some days i play two or three but i just know it's going to be at least 40 minutes each time i sit down to play sometimes as much as an hour where you can't really stop playing because you're kind of on a roll but i I've get, been getting so into like remembering Greek mythology from playing this game that I actually bought this book that I used to check out when I was in grade oh, school. You, went, you went and bought that book? I remember you talking about it before because of yeah, the, I bought it. Have you have you heard have you heard of Hades, Chris? Have you heard talk about that? Like that that seems to be the big game of the year. Like a lot of people are talking crazy high shit about Hades. Uh, Hades, like they've I've heard people calling it like game of the year and all that stuff. I've been I watched a couple playthroughs. It looks gorgeous it's a really pretty game and it looks yeah. super fun yeah, it uh, it's just it's one of those games where i'm like it's gonna probably next year some point i'll yeah. come back around on it yeah um, I, I yeah i was kind of in the same boat I, well no i don't want to do it next year because i want to at least give it a chance for our game of the year episode but sure. uh, but i was like i've just heard so much talk of it and there, i'm already like i'm like but i already have all these other games that i've been playing mm-hmm. so i just i knew that it's going to take all my time so i just haven't i just haven't moved on it yet because you know, I have other stuff to play, so that's kind of where I've been. But yeah, it, Jeremy's been playing the crap out of it. Yeah, I love it, and it's not the kind of game that I would think that I would like. It's just, it's not my genre. Usually, this these roguelike, Devil May Cry or not Devil May Cry, uh, Diablo games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyway, uh, I bought that book, and I may, and I haven't received it yet, but I'm kind of excited because I actually bought like. I'm pretty sure it's the same edition that I used to check out. It's from the, uh, you know, the original print. So it's, I, I doubt I got like a first print version of it, but I got like one f- that was published in the sixties. So it's going to be that, that bright yellow one with Pegasus on the front that I was 
super excited about like that I read over and over again. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just uh, for whatever reason this game was cool enough that it got me excited about like remembering what Greek mythology I used to study back in the day when we had to do like little uh, book reports and stuff, and I would always do stuff about Greek mythology and. Whenever I do stuff about that, I would always get better grades because I was more interested in the like, you know, the subject matter. So mm-hmm. I would do better presentations, pay more attention. <laughs> I did a puppet show one time about Pegasus. Oh, fancy! You know? Yeah, I did like me and my friend did this like really complicated like puppet show involving like popsicle stick puppets and like mm-hmm. hand puppets, and uh, I think we like wore costumes and it was crazy. But that was like fourth or fifth grade. So I've just been remembering all that stuff while I'm playing this game because the the mythology lines up, you know. It's very accurate. Like once I found out Hades, like who he thought his mom was or not Hades, but the main character, which I'm blanking on his name now, even though I've been playing it for so long, but uh <laughs> he uh finds out that his mom's not who he thought his mom was. And immediately I was like, Well then it must be Persephone because that was Hades' wife, the the daughter of the goddess of the harvest, uh, Demeter. So after you fight, and who, I don't think I'm spoiling anything here, but yeah, you eventually run into her as a, one of the gods that gives you uh, benefits. And she's weird. She's acting very strangely. So it's all lining up with the, the, the myth of Hades marrying her daughter. Mm. So it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't need to r- run on and on about Hades just play it i'm still I, gonna keep saying that i just want you to beat it one of these weeks that's all <laughs> I, I thought i, I, I was, believe I in thought you i was really close last week but <laughs> i believe in you you can do it <laughs> that's, I mean, that's I, i'm having a good time with it i don't i'm not that disappointed i haven't beaten it yet that, that's know? that's my encouragement back at you because you said the yeah. same thing to me last night when i was oh right, right resident okay. evil <laughs> well, the, i appreciate the chat that. yeah well i did beat a game this week so you did, I did have yeah. That under my belt, and I beat it at the same time. Trey was finishing uh, Re- Revelations two last night. I decided to just freaking buckle down and get through Sunshine again because you just have to get to the seventh shine in each level. Mm-hmm. How many levels are there? Seven. I don't know. I, what? How many shines did you end up having? Having at the end when you beat? I it? ended with sixty four. Exactly. Okay, nice. <laughs> so. uh I know I had some extra stuff, but I basically am at the eighth shine on every level. And I've gotten all eight shines in like the first three, I think. First two. Because I haven't done everything in the Yoshi's, the Yoshi Fruit Safari yet. But yeah, I just kind of like decided I was just going to get to Shadow Mario on every level and just like, I just wanted to say I beat it again. So I just kind of like, you know, hunker down and the past couple of nights I've been playing it for like an hour or so a night and uh just trying to get to that point so i as of last night i had done everything and i was up to pianta village where i had done nothing yet that level's really hard there's a lot of dumb crap in that level <laughs> those piantas suck yes <laughs> i mean yeah no nothing against their people but i feel like most of the missions involved with the piantas are pretty awful especially well, that's the, the one ones where they have to like throw you back and, and all that yeah, so that's the level where all the gunk is catches you on fire if you get too close to it. And oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that one sucks. Chain chomps that are on fire that you have to to like pour water on them so they don't like set you on fire. Yeah, and then like you also have to like climb around underneath the level like yeah. on the grates. It sucks. And uh, 
And I just like, I don't know. I was just in the right mindset where I didn't get too worked up. And I might have spent about an hour and a half on Pianta Village and managed to get through all the, the really frustrating stuff. And uh, even including the secret levels, there's two of them. Mm. And um, I don't know. It felt really good. Like, And I got to where I was at, where I could go fight Bowser. He kicked my ass the first time because it's just kind of a weird final battle if you don't do it. <laughs> he's, he's in a bathtub, right? He is, yeah, yeah. which is why I said I was the ruiner of vacations because yeah. he's, he's like hanging out in a, in a hot tub and Bowser Jr.'s there. Peach is in a, uh, floating on a rubber ducky in the water. <laughs> I remember that was like that was the weirdest like last boss ever, and you get to see that incredibly riveting, best greatest acted scene of all time at the end there of uh, Bowser and Bowser Junior. Bowser giving Bowser Junior a pep talk about about how it you know how to how to take these losses against Mario, yeah, and all that stuff. And it's just <laughs> like we've talked about it before, but the voice acting in this game is like god awful like- terrible. Yeah. So and I so and I need to tell you something and Bowser Jr's like, "Yeah, I know. Peach isn't really my mom, but you know something? What's that, son? One of these days I'm going to beat up Mario or something like that." And <laughs> like, That's my boy. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. We what was it? Uh Kenny Kenny Powers, right? Isn't that his name? The new Bowser uh, voice yeah, that we true. met. I don't think he did the voice in that game. He, he didn't, he but he he said that he got the job because he did an impression of that. Oh yeah, voice. he did an impression of that one. That, that, that was how he ended up getting the get, getting the Bowser voice, the newer the newer Bowser voice, like that's current right now. We met him. Like we the, met him at a convention yeah. like a while. I like back. his take on it a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I basically yeah I rage quit. I didn't really rage quit, but I was just like I don't care. I'm just going to come back to this another day. And then yeah, that's around the time you got. You started playing on Twitch. I was like, well, no, you had been on Twitch for a while last night by this time. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, I played for Trey, like Trey's trying four to finish and a half game. hours. Last night. I'm just going to finish this Bowser fight. And I ended up like beating him on my second or third try that second time I hopped back into it. So I just needed to cool my jets for like 30 minutes and come back to it. <laughs> need to get in, get in a hot tub and then come back and have someone spring yeah. me down with the flood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go sit in a tub for a while and then, uh, and then come back and try it again. You could feel, feel what Bowser's pain of being interrupted on your soak. What, but, what, see, I don't know if uh, the visuals being improved had anything to do with it or just, that I had beaten it within the past few years. I think, I mean, it's been about three years, I think, since I beat it last time. But um, it just felt a lot easier. Like, the stuff that I remembered being really, really frustrating was not as bad. Other than Yoshi's Fruit Safari. Fuck that one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, th- some of them were kind of bad. But, like, the ones I always talk to people about, the one about where they throw you around, I got through that in about five tries, which isn't great, but... You can get like a one-up mushroom at the beginning of the level pretty easy. So once you get to it, as long as you keep getting that mushroom, you know you're you're good to go for how many however many tries it takes. But I feel like because the visuals are in HD, it was easier to line up the throws. Like I just think that what for whatever reason, like maybe I was having a lot harder time with it before because I was plugging the. It was before I got the HD upgrade on my GameCube, and I was going through the composite plugs on the back of my HDTV. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wonder if there wasn't something to do with that, which made like, you know, because you have to basically line it up pixel perfect with those throws, or they just you just go creating off into uh, the mm-hmm. bottomless pit. So 
for whatever reason, like I said, it only took a few tries and I'm happy because I was like, I don't foresee myself ever beating these levels again as of the last time I played it. <laughs> oh, you, you will when it gets re-released for Switch 4 or whatever in the future. I will. You'll, you'll get Sunshine again and play through it. it it's like so, yeah. me, and, me and 64, same thing. I'll I think so. play Mario I mean, 64 this again. Third, this is the third time I've beaten it as far as I can remember. Maybe fourth. I think it's the third. Um, and there you go. Uh, I can do it. I don't know if I'm going to try to get all the blue coins, but I will at least go back. I think oh, trade yeah. all the the eighth fucking you know, blue coins. the eighth thing in each level. You did it. You did a really good video on. Uh, well, it's like a eight minute video, but um, on our on our YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash main podcast, you did a video of you doing one of the hardest shines, the um, the watermelon one. But it's actually like a good tip on how to do it and make it not as hard, I guess. Oh yeah, and after I did that video, I went back and tried it with that method like two or three more times, and mm. got even like quicker times. So nice. That one that is scary to me anymore now that I figured that out. But I went. I actually watched a couple of YouTube videos, and nobody suggested that method. Mm. I was like, "Well, I'm going to try that." And so yeah, what I did was I got the, uh, I got the uh, whatever you call it, the propulsion upgrade that makes you like you know fly forward, and. Uh, you get that for the the jetpack, and then you get you like send the you basically just aim for the goal with the watermelon and like fly at it really fast. But you got to do it in a certain way, or it'll just explode. But if you like push it a little bit first, and it starts to roll, and then you like fly into it and then hit it. If you do it just right, it'll like bounce down, and it'll just miss all the cataquacks. Yeah. It'll just kind of be waiting down on the beach for you. you. Go down there, and you only have to dodge like two or three of them before you get to the goal. So. I tried that like a couple more times after the after the fact, yeah, and it's definitely a pretty good one. Just the uh, the key is make sure you push it first, like push it without you know using the the boost. Let it start rolling down the hill a little bit, and then then give it the boost. Then give it the yeah. big like push in that direction. And if you're lucky, I, like I said, nearly every time once I figured out the angle, it just like it goes flying, and it like it's just. Waiting down on the beach for you. Mm-hmm. So give it a try if you're having trouble with that. And then yeah, the 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 one where they throw you, I beat that one. There's some of those what like just getting to those secret levels where I remembered it being worse than it really was. But it's really angry, like really angering if you get like to the very end and then you die and then you have to go through that whole charade of getting to the level again. So. I found most of those levels have a one-up mushroom towards the beginning. You just have to look for it, find it. That way, if you get that every time, you're good to go. Mm. So yeah, I've beat my first of the 3D Mario All-Stars collection. So I think I'll probably beat Galaxy next, and then I'll do 64 last. And I'm going to watch your video, Trey, to <laughs> find some of those easy ones. Yeah, Because I watched most of that playthrough that you did, but it was a lot of hours, and I haven't retain a lot of it sure um one thing that's pretty cool that i did this week finally after putting it off for a really long time was i finally just decided to switch out my memory card and my switch without like copying everything over and i was really like worried about losing all my screenshots and screen videos and everything from back when i first got the switch but as far as i know they're still on that other memory card and i can move into my computer and I haven't done that yet, but I just put the other memory card that I had and it's a, uh, it's a 256 gigabyte 
So it's double the size of the one I had before. I, I can't believe like how long you went on like the 128 gig card for yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so small. And I've already pretty much downloaded everything that I would play. I and I kind of just went, you know, I went to games like by time played, like you know, most time played to figure out for myself what are my favorite games. And uh, some of those I probably wouldn't put on there. Like uh, I wouldn't care to put. Uh, the Paper Mario game back on anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't think so. But I did put like I put Smash back on it. Oh, nice. I haven't played Smash in probably over a year. Play it, man. It. So I I brought I put Smash back on it. I'm gonna play that again. And uh, yeah, I got I went through and I put just some games on that I knew for sure I'd play. Of course, Hades I put on first. I put uh, Animal Crossing on. And, yeah. And it was really easy. I mean, literally just had to re-download the game, but everything, once you start the game, is the same. Of course. And I yeah. lost all my screenshots, but if I, as long as I can cap, copy them to the computer. Oh, you can, I mean, you can also, like, you can switch them. You can switch them onto your, like, hard drive on the Switch. Like, it, you can do that. I mean, it's probably going to take a lot longer, but you can do that. Like, you can, you can switch them from, and they, that was a newer update that they did where you can, where you can oh. flip games from the, from the card to the Switch and back and forth. Like if you're trying to like free up memory in various areas, you can do the same thing with the with the like all your captures and stuff. You can flip it from one to another. So if you have enough space in your like regular hard drive memory on your Switch, you can mm-hmm. put them all on there and then put them back on the card. Like I've done stuff like that before. So I figured as much, but I'm actually using a separate card, so it's like, yeah, there, there's probably some juggling I could do to do that. But really, it's more just like those first videos i took a breath of the wild or oh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that from like when i first got my switch like that's that's kind of nostalgic for me at this point because it's been like almost, almost four, four years. years yeah right but that's the most that was the worst part of doing it uh, otherwise like i've just been going through and downloading the stuff that i know i'm gonna play and i still have like over 100 gigs free and so now i can like actually like put some of these games so i put all the bioshocks on there I've been playing Infinite. Infinite's oh, nice! Great, great looking. I haven't played too far into it, but yeah, it's a fantastic looking game. Uh, it looks great on the Switch. Those uh, are, I I don't know how long they're on sale for, but last time I checked, those were on sale for forty dollars, like for the collection mm-hmm. for the Bioshock collection, and they're selling for fifteen ninety nine, like per game. Mm-hmm. So you could get like Bioshock one for fifteen ninety nine. So if you bought all of them, what would it be like? It'd be like forty five, but if you buy mm-hmm. the collection, it's forty. So it's like thirty nine ninety nine, which I think is the cheapest it's been digitally yet. So, mm-hmm. so I, I got that. a really good deal. The twenty dollars yeah. for the cartridge was a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably mess around Borderlands at some point. I mean, it's sitting right over here. Oh yeah, you got Borderlands also. I forgot about that. Now that I have the space to do it, um, I'm going to do that. So um, I can kind of go through the rest of this pretty quick here. Uh, Played a little 35 this week, Mario 35. Couldn't get past second place, but I can get to second place fairly often, I feel, as long as I just kind of take my time. And I've been playing both the special event and the regular mode. Animal Crossing, I've been trying to play that for a little bit every day, just with the, the whole planting pumpkins. That's been like one of my favorite things. Even in, when I played Minecraft, specifically planting pumpkins was like one of my favorite things to do. So, um, Having that in Animal Crossing is a dream come true. Uh, so I've got 105 pumpkin plants. And now that I know I can plant new ones, I'm not sure if I'm just going to replace them or if I'm going to expand my farm. We'll see. 
yeah, I have a ton of pumpkins. I probably have, yeah, well over 200 in my inventory of different colors. And uh, I also saw Ribot at my... Oh, the, the robot frog? Yeah. Guy? Yeah. He was at my campsite, and I was like, you know what? He looks cool because he has like a number 62 on the back of his head or something weird like that. It's just like... <laughs> It's just a very bizarre character design. He's the 62nd uh, version of Ribbit, Robert, right. whatever his name is. So I was like, you know what? You should move to my town. And he's like, well, then Big Top's going to leave. And at first I was like, I don't want Big Top to leave. I really like Big Top. <laughs> Big Top's my character that talks about the bugs in the floor. Mm. And so, like, you know, he's really cool. But I decided, you know what? Fuck Big Top. He can leave. So Ribot's <laughs> going to be my new... Is it uh, fitness guy? Is it the lazy? Is it the lazy uh, personality? Is the one that talks about the bugs? I think so. Because because yeah. you know there's all the different personalities, and if you have like if you have multiple versions of one personality, they all kind of tell you the same thing. Like I have a I have a bunch of crankies, so they all kind of mm-hmm. they all pretty much tell me the same thing. But I only have one of the lazies, and that's Cole is the one who talks about the bugs and stuff. So I don't have any lazies now. Yeah, but, yeah. I've never been able to get like. So I wouldn't mind if like Pashmina left, but I haven't been able to get her to leave. But Stinky left pretty recently, and he was one of my original villagers. And so now that I have uh, Ribot, he's almost the exact same. He has, I think, he's the same personality type as Stinky, the jock or whatever, the friendly jock. I'm surprised you kept Stinky for so. I thought you hated Stinky. I did, but <laughs> I had like you know, I just felt like attached to him because we spent a lot of time together early on in the quarantine. Um, that's well i mean it, it's i forgot that you have pashmina like you you and me and jess we all have pashmina in our towns like we all have yeah. the same person. i wouldn't mind if she left I've, I've had pashmina was like my my was my very first villager you know because you get the two at the beginning and it was her and the jock horse guy which i hated so he's gone but i mean she's yeah, the I only one that's my yeah town. oh buck the one yeah, that looks like yoshi town. sort of it's yeah, like a, he's my yeah he's a green horse so he's kind of like Hoshi yoshi the green donkey. The green donkey, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Animal Crossing's great. I'm going to try to like stock up on some candy. I did change my skin tone to blue and my eyes are like purple or yellow or something. Yeah. So I look pretty cool. I think I like the way I look like better than before. I think those extra options <laughs> should stay. I don't know if they're going to, but yeah. I would hope they would. Yeah, I want I, I mean you like buy them. I mean you buy them from the from the machine, so it's like something you buy with your Nook Miles, so maybe you, I hope they say because yeah. then you look like char- you can look like a character from the Doug cartoons or like the Simpsons, or, <laughs> or you could look like the Hulk, right? Because you can have <laughs> right. green skin finally. Yeah. Or yeah, like a Avatar or Nightcrawler, or whoever, or like the whoever. Orion, the Orion species yeah. from Star Trek. You could make a Smurfs village. You could, yeah. Just because I've been hearing a lot of hype about it for a while, and because it was come be- to find out, it's damn cheap. Was was it because of a uh, uh, AOC? I think that Ocasio might have been Cortez, like she. Uh, I think that her, her Twitch stream, <laughs> her Twitch stream got it. To- I actually watched some of it earlier today, and I- you took the totally wrong message from that. You- you're not going to go vote. You just got among us. I've already voted, man. I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> Which listeners, please go vote. We haven't said that yet, but. No, yeah, we, I'm going to vote. We did our uh, Justin and I. We did our vote by mail, and we dropped them off at a ballot place, and. I was able to search my name online, and it has been accepted, my vote. So. Nice. So we're good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I downloaded Among Us, but I don't th- feel like I have much to say about it because I only played it one time, like maybe two hours ago. And uh, I have a friend who was ta- talking to me about it, my friend Joe, and uh, 
he was like it's basically like that game Secret Hitler, but they add like an over there's like a map and you go around and do tasks to make yourself not look suspicious. So uh, I don't completely understand it, but I look forward to trying to learn it. But yeah, five bucks like it was. I felt I felt like it was just basically the new Fall Guys, right? Everybody was like huge into Fall Guys. And then all of a sudden it was Among Us, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Among Us is. I mean, I barely this barely knew what Fall like, Guys was, but yeah, right around two years or a little over two years. So it's just it was kind of a sleeper hit that just kind of really caught on recently. Wasn't it? Whereas I, like Fall Guys was like had just come out when it got popular. Was what I heard is wasn't Among Us like some like streamer just started <laughs> playing it, like some huge streamer just started promoting it, and then all of a sudden they were like huge like overnight. Is, is like what I heard because it, it definitely yeah. depends upon like. You need people like that care about it that are going to engage because you have to actually talk to each other in it and stuff, which I don't know if there's voice chat, but all I saw the time I played was like a chat window where you, but you essentially, from what I understand, there's either one imposter, more than one imposter, depending on how many players there are, what your rule set is, but you go around, you do tasks around the spaceship. In the meantime, whoever the imposters are, are pretending like they're doing everything the way they're supposed to, but when no one's around, they try to corner people in rooms and then kill them. And then if you find a dead body, like you summon a meeting and everybody meets and then they try to like decide, they take a vote on who they think the imposter is. And if, if someone gets a majority of the votes, so most of the time two votes will be enough Then you get ejected off into space. So you're dead. And, um, if you're not the imposter, then you're just dead and the game keeps going on. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like that. So the one match I played, I think like over half of us died. I was down to the last five people that were standing out of 10, I think. Yeah, it was out of 10. And, um, and then they figured out who the imposter was. I, I guessed wrong, but at the last meeting, they two people guessed the right answer and then it, it was game over and I won, so. I've got a perfect record of the game. I've won every match I played. <laughs> yeah. Or my team has. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it sounds like from what you're saying, it sounds like it's a Jackbox. It's like a Jackbox party pack game. It, or something it sounds like, like, like it could be like, yeah, yeah, like a mode and Jackbox or something, but it appears to like, there's a lot of depth to it. it. The more you play it, the more you figure it out. So I'm looking forward to like at least watching a couple of videos. Cause I've never, I've literally never even watched a video of how the game works. I've just seen the memes people have posted and, of course, all the the stuff in the news about it recently, especially in the past couple of days. But um, there's literally people on Facebook who I've never seen post anything video game related that post me- specifically memes of this game. Yeah, I've so, seen I've, I, all this. Like I said, over, overnight, it was like all of a sudden I saw it all over Twitter and I'm like, yeah, OK. And then and then all the Fall Guys stuff stopped. Like I yeah. didn't see any oh, Fall yeah. Guys stuff after that. It was just like. Well, I've already yeah. seen like Among Us posts about how they should get crowns from fall, the Fall Guys creators because of how good they are yeah. in Among Us. Like it, that doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's them trying to bring the worlds together, even though they make they don't really make any sense together, yeah. unless they made like Among Us costumes. But those characters actually do look a lot like the Fall Guys. Yeah, they they kind they kind they of do. Very similar. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't. And and you haven't you haven't talked about Fall Guys in a few weeks, so I figured it was just you, I were, you were just done with it. Them. Yeah. I'm not done with it necessarily because they're on a new season and I want to tr- check that out at some point, but um, I've just been distracted by so many other great games, namely Hades. Of course. Yeah. Even, <laughs> I mean, it, it was almost like it just automatically switched from fall guys to Hades. So, but that's fine. 
Hades is actually on Switch, so it's, it's you know, it works better for the show. Um, but yeah, the last thing I w- was really just like, what should I get next? Like, I don't know, maybe the listeners could comment, but like now that space isn't an issue anymore, like I thought about maybe going back to playing some some of the multiplayer games like Fortnite or Rocket League or whatever that what was that which game? Spellbreak? Spellbreak. You should I was gonna like, say you should get Spellbreak. We should play that together. That'd be fun. Now that I don't have like yeah, now that I don't have the excuse of the memory, I can try something like that out and and it won't. I won't have to delete something to play it. Yeah, and it's about Rocket League because I can get back into that. Yeah, so well, I, I mean, play that game again. Spellbreak really isn't even that big, though. I think it's only like ten or twelve gigs or something like that. So you don't need that much room. But I would, if you want to do like a late night stream on Spellbreak, I would totally do it. Like I like that game a lot. So I and I still have it on my system. I didn't delete it because I really enjoyed it. So if you wanted to play that, I would totally play it with you. Well, so. I'll think about. It. But yeah, listeners, if you have any ideas of something worth playing that. Because, like, I even thought about getting a... Oh, what's that one? Uh, Rogue War, Legacy. <laughs> Warframe? War, Warframe, yes. I thought about maybe trying to, like... Oh, ah, yeah, Warframe. That's on Switch now? It yeah. is, yes. Oh, wow. It is, yeah. not... War, Warframe's been on Switch for a while, actually. I was it's, having uh, some fun with... Like, so a couple of years ago. I totally forgot it was on there, but it's amazing. Like, you can... And we talked about this a few episodes when we had uh, David Walker on the show, but... It's a yeah. It's amazing. Like if you wanted to, you could just buy a Switch and no games and just live off of freeware because there's so many fucking free to play games on there. And like Fortnite and like Spellbreak and stuff like that, you don't need the Switch online to play them. Like you can you can play Fortnite without the, without the online service. And Fortnite also has has like voice chat through the system, which Nintendo doesn't. So it's like they worked around it to make it to where you can talk through a headset through the thing while you're playing handheld or whatever. Like it's. They just went around. They did the same thing with uh, uh, Friday the 13th, the Friday the 13th online multiplayer and, uh, game. You can do voice chat through that, too, Killer outside Queen. of Nintendo. Yeah, and, and Killer Queen. Killer so Killer it's, Queen. But yeah, as far as like free stuff, there's so many games that are like free to play on there that you could just you could just live in that world if that's your thing. You, know, you could just play Fortnite and you know, not get skins or whatever and just be fine you know, if that's what you want to play. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah, and like Rocket League is free now as well. You know, it's just... You could you could go a long way without spending anything on your oh, Switch and still have new stuff. To, yeah, it's free it to play is, now. Yeah, it's like yeah. maybe two weeks ago or so. Damn it, I bought it. Well, we, I mean, we yeah, bought it. Yeah. We bought it like three years ago when it came out. Yeah, so I mean, sure. it was. Uh, I definitely yeah. got my fifteen dollars worth. Yeah, John played five hundred hours. Is it is it Rocket League or Super Mario Maker Two? Like, what is your higher play? Well, Mario John? Maker Two now. So so Rocket League is at. Uh, five hundred hours. Mario Maker Two is at eight hundred. Yeah, okay. John is the so, ultimate, yeah. the ultimate Super Mario Maker Two stand over here. He's uh, yep. super yep. into it. Yeah, you make. I don't buy a lot of games, games, but when I buy it, oh, so I've made oh three levels. Okay, I definitely got get got to get more into making levels. What I've really gotten Same. into is the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I, I only I only the made like really fun. I only made like two levels, and Mario Maker One I made like eight levels. So it's mm-hmm. like it was. I was so much more into Mario Maker One than I was two, which is weird. Same. Is I was like huge into the Wii U one, and I played the Wii U one for a long time after it came out. Well, that's because I kept doing all those updates with the amiibo and like the themed stuff, and you could play like levels with like characters from Japanese shows that aren't here, and like they just they just totally went crazy with it, and it was and it was a lot of fun. But uh, why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about John's stuff, and then we'll talk about some news.
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! see the back again there yeah maybe you can turn on you can see like the yeah yeah the click is and then oh yeah yeah i've seen i've seen ones yeah i've seen stuff online and pictures of one like with the see-through where people like you know do their own like they redo the you know yeah the back of it so you can see through it but what what was the thing that you were saying you were having trouble with like the optimizer or something what was it oh the digitize the touch screen digitizer yeah like yeah just just, oh yeah, it just doesn't work. But it's but the yeah. it still looks. I mean, you can I mean, you can still see it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I replaced the screen. I mean, everything. I mean, it works as normal. Like mm-hmm. I've I've had zero issue with it. The battery's been great. Um, nice. Do you have an estimation of how much money you put into it total? Like getting. It oh yeah, it it was about near what it would have been costed to buy a brand new. Oh really? Be honest. Yeah. It, if I didn't have to replace the the actual screen, um, or the digitizer, I, it probably would have saved me. It would have saved me probably the bulk of the money. The mm. battery itself was like thirty bucks, mm. and then yeah, it was just some cleanup in the case it was like twenty because it was just. I mean, it was all broken. They had to like rip it apart to mm. get the battery out. So, yeah, yeah. um. And then the Joy-Cons, I, I got pre-owned when I was at GameStop, so it wasn't that bad. Mm. And then the dock, I got on sale. When the when the Switch Lite came out, I wanted to get a, I wanted to get just a Switch, you know, before we went to Japan. And I knew that we were going to have to have two Switches when Animal Crossing came around because Animal Crossing is like her favorite game of all time, and she played the shit of it, shit out of it on 3DS, the New Leaf one. So I, what I did is I just ended up just buying a, I bought like the screen by itself. Off of off of uh, eBay for 150, 
and I yeah. just basically I had extra Joy Cons, so I just just gave her my other Joy Con set, and I already had two docks because I have one for my capture room and one for living room, and uh, yeah, that was how I did it. You know, it was That's, yeah. I mean, it's it makes the most sense. I mean, if you can mm-hmm. just kind of fudge it, then yeah, piece it together. It was because yeah. I was because I saw that the switch light was less, but I was like, well, maybe I can just buy a screen. And I just bought a screen and. That's how we. That's how we end up getting her one, and yeah, she's played crap out of it. Still works. So, it's it, awesome. that was before. That was before the quarantine when they were like every. You know, now they're not one fifty anymore. Now, if you want to buy the screen, it's way more expensive because of yeah, because of like su- supply and demand and all that about about the switch. But, but yeah, that's was at the time it worked well. Like last year, yeah. like what, like last October, last September, yeah. It was around yeah. then when I got it last year, and I bet if I would have did this project about that time, the parts would be cheaper too. Yeah, I think everything is more expensive because mm-hmm. someone there was a YouTube video or not or like a, a blog of some guy building his from scratch, and I think a bunch of people saw that and saw the instructions and were building their own. Yeah, I, I the remember parts started to get scarcer that yeah. way too. I remember hearing about that. You guys probably watched it. I'm sure yeah. John or Jeremy I saw did. Something like that. Yep. You guys watch more YouTube than I do, but uh, you probably saw. But I remember hearing talk about it or reading like nude stories, news news stories about it. I just said nude stories. That'd be, that'd be more exciting. But, I've watched yeah. a few things like that. Like the Switch one was the most recent, but yeah, I've seen like a guy, like a dude hanging out, and uh, he was like going around. I think he was in Beijing, and he was like finding all the parts to build his own iPhone, like mm. because it was near where all the parts have been manufactured or whatever, mm. or whatever, like near where Foxconn was located, and he was like. Finding all the little parts like for sale at these little shops in the surrounding city, and like he built an entire like iPhone from from scratch pieces. Yeah, usually it's not that expensive. Uh, usually, you have to find. Yeah, you have to go like on the hunt for all the little pieces, and it can take a while. But yeah, that's that's a, that's a trade off. Really, is like if you want a quick, it'll probably be more expensive. But if you can wait it out, it's yeah. You gotta probably not so yeah, bad. Gotta know exactly what you're looking for, where where to where to look, and all and all that. Well, uh, so we're back. Uh, John, what, what have you been playing for the week? I've been catching up on Yoshi's Island, so I still haven't beat it yet. But I've been enjoying that Super Nintendo controller, the Super Nintendo Switch Online. It's just like amazing to have the actual controller mm-hmm. uh, versus the, the Pro Controller. Proper D-pad, man. That's yes, that proper D-pad just feels so good. It's like, you guys are making a proper D-pad right now. Why can't you do it on the Pro <laughs> Controller? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the whole other thing, but... Yeah, John. John got the the Super Nintendo, the one that Nintendo was selling that you can get, like the thirty dollar mm-hmm. one. So, been using that on the Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then um, I tried the Cake Bash demo, which that game is pretty good. Yeah, um, th- those you that, tried right, Trey? I did. Yeah, I, I tried it as well. It's uh, everything looks so nice. Those those donuts look it so. Does. The graphics are really yeah. pretty. It, like. You look like you're. You feel like you're just looking down on somebody's table, and your your desserts are fighting each other. So yeah, um, it does make you hungry. Don't play it on an empty <laughs> stomach. You know, like going to the grocery store. You know, don't yeah. play this game on an empty stomach. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean the icing looks just like so. It has like that nice like shine and reflection to it and all that. Yeah, it looks 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 real. And you yeah, know, as far as the play, yeah. it kind of feels like Power Stone, like just a four player arena battle. Mm-hmm. But there's different modes to it, and the two modes you can play on the demo are. One where you have to gather up all the sprinkles. You're walking around the table, and you pick up sprinkles as you walk along. But then, of course, the other people are beating you up to try to take the sprinkles away. Mm. 
Right. Whoever has the most wins. I, I just remember in one of them, you grab like a lollipop and you can let's just like break it on the other guy's head. And that was fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it like busts like in the middle. And that, that's always, that felt real satif- satisfying to just like, just whack it on somebody's face. Like, that's cool. Yeah. The controls feel really sharp and satisfying. Uh, there was a second mode where you can pick up fruit and you got to throw it in a pie. Uh, and whoever gets most f- fruit thrown in the pie wins. I played that one for sure. Yeah, I remember that one because it's like that kind of reminded me of a Mario Party game as well. Like with the with the gauging like how far you throw the fruit and all that sort of thing. It was definitely. It's kind of what it feels like. It feels like um, like Power Stone meets Mario Party, mm. which is with, a good. It's a good combination. Yeah. Like I'm into that. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if that game ever got a f- official release date. It might just be floating around in like winter 2020 or something. But. I think that's what it was. Do you remember? Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm still, I'm intrigued by it. Like it's, it's cool that they put out a demo so early, even though there's only so much you can do, but the free demo, that's cool. Yeah. If it, if it's like 15 bucks, I would get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it'll be 15. I, I think it's going to be like a $25 game. Really? But you think it'll be over 20? I think so. I, yeah, I think it will. I know it's we've too talked, pretty. It looks good. Like I say, we've talked about this with Jeremy. Like it's normally like Jeremy, you said it was like the good, like you're like the best price is like, is like under 20, like 1999 is like a pretty good mm-hmm. one for, for indies, that's kind of how I feel too. Unless it's something that I I like fifteen. Yeah, well, well, yeah, fifteen is probably the best one. Yeah, it's fifteen for you and twenty for me, I guess. But it, it it depends on what it is. If it's something that I like, really think will be good, and it's like thirty, I might go for it. But I mean, now with the quarantine and all that, I don't really throw. I don't throw thirty bucks on games that I don't yeah. know anything about. <laughs> you know, like it's kind of hard for me to just be like, oh yeah, that. Uh, you know, I may like hate it and lose thirty dollars. So I try and you know, it's been different now, but I don't know. But I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in that one. If it's like, I think if it's like twenty, even I don't know if I. Well, I haven't even played twenty five dollars for Hades, so I don't know if I'd. It's it's so weird. It's like anything above twenty. I'm like, mm, you know, if it's like an indie thing. Makes but, you think, yeah. But I'm curious. I'm curious as to how the actual game's going to work. Like if there's a single player mode or online play or like all that extra stuff. You know, that's it'll definitely. So if there's not online play, I mean, like. I don't think I would get it. I think this is a game that's made for playing online yeah. and if it, streaming and all that if stuff. It has a good, if it has a good online thing, I, I'd definitely consider it more. So Yeah, the other one that I was playing was, uh, well, I got back into Ring Fit. So. You're, you're like full on, like full into it now? Like you're, I know you were taking a break because of injuries like from the from Wii I didn't get, I'm not up to full speed. So I, I played it yesterday, and I think I played it another day beforehand. But I did for, I did for an hour yesterday, and man, like you can really feel it. Like... Kick your uh, ass. Yeah, you're right. The game the game <laughs> does ask you to do a lot of squats. It's like a yep. little bit too much on the squats. If you're doing the so single I, player, there's a lot of squatting and you have to do well, you know, you get to those parts where there's the springs yep. and you have to like squat off those, and there's also like the swing that you have to kind of like squat with. Right. And, if you're playing yeah. silent mode, you're kind of squatting the whole way. Yeah, you're, you're doing many you're doing mini running. squats. You're just yeah. sort of doing mini squats. Yeah, so my legs <laughs> are like burning right now, even a day later. You're just thinking so. about it. <laughs> yep. Inverting, right? I don't know if you see I'm sure you've seen the ring fit, Chris, right? The all all that stuff on oh, the switch. Yeah. The, no, for sure. The I am I, I was skeptical. It didn't if it was like Wii Fit part mm-hmm. two or if it's gonna actually uh you know. It's I mean it's pretty I good. Think like I think it's more intense it's certainly more intense than Wii Fit. Yeah. I think it's more of a, a legit workout than than Wii Fit was. Yeah, we we've all we, we all have it. I was the I I got it last year. 
like right when I got back, right when we got back from Japan, I got it because there were a bunch of them just sitting around, and I was like, well, I might as well get one now, you know. Yep. And uh, and I was planning on getting one. I almost I tried to buy one in Japan, but they were all sold out there just because they're cheaper there, you know. They were just like ten bucks yep. less. But everywhere I went to, they were gone. Like they were all sold out there, so I didn't yeah. get it there. But it, and I'm glad that I didn't because we ended up with so much shit on the way back that it would have been an extra. Like I was carrying. I was basically I bought my record I brought my recorder with me so we could so Justin and I could record a podcast while we were in Japan, which we did. And uh and like I and I was ca- I basically was carrying my recorder with me on the plane because I didn't want to check it because I was afraid it might get destroyed, you know? So I basically had my recorder and my uh my Moogle cup that I got from the square store in like my recorder bag because I ran out of space and everything else. So I would have had to like carry the ring fit box with me if I would have bought it there because we just ran out of bag space, so it would have been stupid. But I bought it after that, and it's definitely, yeah. I mean, I didn't play Wii Fit as much as John did. Like, John played it a bunch yep. during the quarantine. But Ring Fit is definitely – I was playing it on the regular, like uh, somewhat regular, like um, right before quarantine. And I tried a little bit at the beginning of quarantine, but then, you know, shit happens, and I stopped <laughs> I stopped doing it. Also, I, like, last time, a couple weeks ago, I tried going into it full force again, and I really, like, messed up my knee doing squats. So I have been – I've been a little, oh. like – uh you know, caref- yeah. careful about it because you can you can hurt yourself doing it if you're not careful. You know, so wow, yeah. all right. That's- but it's it's a real it's a real thing. Like it's it's not. I don't think it's gimmicky at all. I think you can actually lose weight on it if you if you uh, dedicate to okay. it. You know, if you dedicate to it. Yeah, I think it, like, it's more geared toward often. losing weight than the Wii Fit. Wii Fit was a yoga game essentially. Like yeah. if you want to do yoga, I think that is a pretty good tool mm-hmm. to use if you still have one. And I was using it just a couple months ago, but. If you want to actually lose weight, I think Ring Fit can actually do it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's legit. Um, mm. So the other thing that I got, the big one this week, was I got Ghostbusters remastered. So it was on sale for seven fifty. Yeah, man, I love it. I, I did not play it when it was on PS3 and Xbox. And we so don't and, don't and we, but that was but it was the other version that was on Wii, not the not this yeah. version, right? No, the, yeah, yeah, it was a whole different game on Wii. Different game. It was it yeah. was cool because they did a, the Wii version was like kind of more in like the style of the cartoon, like they tried to make it more cartoony. And there was actually more stuff in the Wii one. The Wii one had a co op mode, which wasn't in the PlayStation Three one. And you could also play as a girl in the Wii one, and you could not do that in the other one. So you had an so option my, to, to my choose only right that I have. Woman. I think about this game so far is that there's no creative player, and it's really off. Putting, yeah, to, yeah, like have just some dopey, generic, out of the box <laughs> yeah, white yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be you, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be me. Rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's unfortunate because you you want to see yourself as a Ghostbuster. Like, why can't they yeah. put a creative player, especially in the remastered version? Sure, right. You know? Yeah, they should. Come on. It does. It is kind of weird that you don't do that. But uh, I played through it all the way on the Wii version, and the way that you throw the ghosts into stuff on the Wii version was a little bit different because you do it with the mm-hmm. motion control, and it's kind of like a little bit of a mini game. They'll be like, throw it right, throw it up and down, and you have to go the ways that they tell you, and that's how mm-hmm. and that's how you beat them. But it's aside from it's that, the cool. story's pretty similar, you know, but between the two of them. So it, it, it's a I shame that they favorite. don't. It's a shame they don't let you play that version because I thought that version was cool as well with the art style. That would have been cool. So far, I think it's one of my favorite licensed games that I've ever played. Like, oh, it's wow. really quality. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. Well, it's the third Ghostbusters movie we never got. I mean, it's yeah. the You're whole right. voice cast. Uh, they didn't get Sigourney Weaver. Uh, they got Alyssa Milano instead. But after mm. they tried, she wanted to get on after she read the script and heard everybody was on board. But mm. they they were already, already uh, into it. Yeah, yeah they were already recording it. lines. And so she couldn't be a part of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, there's actually all this really great stuff about the game online. 
that was in because I love this game. Like it's not the best game. It definitely no. shows its age and it's 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 very finicky and there's yeah, a- it's it it's frustrating at times just because of the control schemes and it's just the ghosts don't really want to play well. And it's, it's somewhat frustrating. <laughs> I've had a at few times. Things. Yeah. I, I, when you get to the graveyard at the end, it's, it's with the gargoyles. It's kind of, you'll uh, see. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, it's, it's fun. Like it's, it's like Vigo's. Uh, they got, um, God, the, I can never remember the actor's name. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about. I, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Uh, the guy who did voice Vigo, um, did came back and recorded a bunch of lines for his painting in the game. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of fun collectibles and sort of in, in in universe references to all the iterations of the Ghostbusters at the mm-hmm. time. You yeah, feel like you're in it. Yeah, it, it's, it looks it, like grimy, you know, early '90s, late '80s New York. Yeah, like. and. The whole look of it, yeah, and and it takes yeah. place right after too because you see they have the they have the painting like they have the the Vigo painting yep. like in their in, in their headquarters and you see it like and like the toasters there too like the slime toaster mm-hmm. that dances and yeah. there's all these and they have like arcades up there it's it's cool like the details that they have in the game I only played through the first mission set like it was about as far as I got I played there and then I was like oh, I'll stop here and I can just start again whenever and then I just didn't but it's kind of mm-hmm. it's on my list for Halloween games I'm hoping it was either going to be that or Alien Isolation, but I think I'm going to play that one Alien first because it's shorter mm-hmm. between the two of them and try to get some play in the, on the stream with both of them. But yeah, I, I, some things that I really impressed me about it, like when you're in the library, um, these levels just seem to like go on and on without any sort of load times and everything. Like you'll start at the top floor and you got to go down to the basement and into this room and that room and you figure out there's another floor beneath. And before you know it, like you're literally in hell. And it's like, it's like, <laughs> what when happened? did this happen? Yeah. It's all within the same sequence. So it's pretty impressive when you look around at the scope of the game. Mm. And, and I'll, I was going to say another thing about the voices. It's like, it's like the last time Harold Ramis was able to play uh, Egon. Cause yeah. He, Cause he yeah. died like not that much longer after that. So, I mean, it's, that's a huge thing. I think that they were able to get everybody right. cause it's impossible. Now you can't do it. You know, it's, you can't do it cause he died. So. Right. Well, supposedly there with, Little side note: They got the new Ghostbusters movie, which was just announced. It's coming out uh, next spring or, or early summer. Um, <laughs> Maybe, but, but no, it's I called see, Ghostbusters yes. Afterlife, and it's apparently about Egon's family. And so, there's some hint that somehow they might have, oh no, brought his character in. Oh no, somehow I don't know. Yeah. Is it gonna be, is it gonna be like Rogue One all over again with the maybe <laughs> I don't know. Peter, but if he's a Peter ghost, Cushing you know what I mean? Like maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be could, like when it could Tupac work. was at Coachella, hologram Tupac. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But um, for for the game, um, yeah, it just it keep, keeps impressing me, keeps drawing me into the Ghostbusters world. I really love it. One other thing I want to note is the physics in the game, like how they have, when you're at the library, there's like books everywhere. It's really impressive how they have books stacked up and you can like knock over the books and you must have like a hundred books on screen at once flying all around and it adds up to make you feel like you have some real interactivity with this world. So I enjoy that. And and you can and just, the, and you can destroy yeah. most things on there also. You can. Yeah. You can leave your the burn tracks from the, the proton pack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that all over the, the destruction all over the place and it feels what well, the, they got that really right. Like shooting the proton packs and, capturing the ghost and having to 
veer this way and that way to wrangle the ghost in, that feels really good. It's satisfying. So, yeah, I'm enjoying this game a lot. I'm definitely going to play it through to the end. Hmm. You, you should, yeah. It's uh... Yeah, it's, I, I love this game. Like, it's one of my, I played on the Xbox 360. Hmm. Um, I, I, I own it now, the physical version of it for the Switch. Uh, I love it. I, I it's, it's if you like Ghostbusters, it's it's a great time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. got some weird things here and there, but there's a lot of collectibles. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 like the third movie that you you always wanted. Mm-hmm. So I would agree. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention too on the weird things. Yeah, I've noticed a few glitches here and there. Well, I guess it's not necessarily a glitch so far as like I didn't understand going in that I that part of the game is you have to. Um, you have to rescue your team. Like whenever they get knocked down and stuff, they'll call for help. You got to tag them and bring them back up. Right. Hmm. I, I either they didn't explain that or I, I just wasn't paying attention. But um, at one point I heard somebody calling out for me, help, help. I was like, what's going on? Like, where is everybody? <laughs> like, help, help. And I'm running around and I see that Winston is on the ground and he's pinned underneath Ecto one, like Ecto one <laughs> ran him over. Yeah. So either he happened to just fall there or Ecto one knocked him over and, the, and Ray was in the car and he was honking, but whatever was in the way, <laughs> so he was like, get out of the way. Fucker. So, somebody, somebody help me. So I have a video of Winston just laying on the ground pinned yeah. by the car. And I think that's really funny. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. In a video game. Yeah, it got, got you um, got you to start a Twitter to post it, which I consider it did. I consider yeah. a personal achievement I, on my on my own here. And <laughs> pushing definitely John times to, in that game where I've had to restart uh, checkpoints for sure. Yeah, because uh, yeah. of weird things. So yeah, 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 it's 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 not without its many faults, but it's 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 fun. It's it's definitely a charming game. The the jank is part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I mean, what I what I played of it, I really enjoyed, and I always wanted to play. I always wanted to play the other version of it because I just played the Wii one, and I, and I think I played the demo of the PlayStation Three one, and I always kind of wanted to get it again for PlayStation Three. It was one of those things. I'm like, I'll buy it if I find it for like ten bucks somewhere, you know. And then it yeah. was same thing for me. It was like on sale for like eleven bucks or something like that on Switch, and I and I picked it up from from the eShop, and yeah, and there it is. But I'm glad yeah, that you got to now experience for it seven fifty. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Now if it's you have any less, interest yeah. in the Ghostbusters, go buy it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one last thing I wanted to mention. So, Chris, I don't know if you remember, but when we were moving out of the dorms one year, you had a box of NES games, and for whatever reason, you said, "Here, do you want these?" And I was like, "Yes, of course." <laughs> and so, in the spirit of reuniting old friends. Uh-oh. Do you have the box? Your old friends here. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No way. So, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure all of these are yours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bart versus Space Mutants? Yeah. This is Bart versus, Bart versus the World. Bart versus the World. Oh, the okay, world. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I played that wow. one also. Man. I got Shooting Range. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Never played that game. Never even saw it. No, it's all right. You're fine. <laughs> it's obviously a zapper game. Yeah, yeah. I've got the original black box baseball. Yeah. Oh my god. Love <laughs> love that game. We, that you game can pl- is... you can play that game on uh, on the Nintendo Switch Online. Jeremy and I we played it two player online. It's incredibly. Okay. It's incredibly. That might be worth getting. Worth getting online. It's incredibly slow, but you can play, it. and you can you know you can play a <laughs> uh, you can play multiplayer on all the games on on the Switch Online, which is great. So. 
Amazing. Like my my wife and her brother, they play uh they play Donkey Kong Country two online multiplayer because that's on the oh, Super fun. Nintendo. So. That's a good time because that's like one of their favorites from growing up. And it, it, what else yeah. you got there, Judd? Hogan's Alley. Hogan's Alley. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that game. Yeah. So much, I love that game. And. Indiana Jones and the Temple oh, of Doom. Oh, Temple of Doom. Oh, my God, that game sucks. I love that game. <laughs> yeah, this it's is terrible. so I, hard. I, I, I rented that game. They rescue yeah. all the kids, and they're like, and all the mine car. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. I, play, I, I, really I rented it when I was a kid, and I and the, my favorite thing about it was the was the 8-bit version of the theme song. Like That was my favorite yeah. thing. Yeah. But the actual game, not fun to play. But the song, we had cool. a, <laughs> Yeah, we had Last Crusade. We had the Last Crusade on. Yeah. There. That game is... Something else. I have a, uh, I have the Indiana Jones Chronicles game from Super Nintendo, and I like love, love, love the Super Star Wars games on Super Nintendo. But that Indiana Jones game sucks. I, <laughs> I like it. No. I, I don't know. You I like dig it. it. Yeah. I I, re- I really enjoy it. I it it it, 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 it hits all the right notes for me. I yeah, wish it, not... maybe maybe I need to try to give it a little bit more. But I love the, I like love those Super no Super Star Wars games. I even made a Super Empire Strikes Back T shirt like out of the out of the cover. Of the title screen, you know, because I love that yeah. game. It's like one of my favorite games ever. But I just, I tried really hard to get into the Indiana one, and it just did not click for me. I don't know. And I thought it would be perfect because it's like I love the the other ones. So now it's an Indiana Jones. Like I should like it, but I don't know. I, I found it really hard to play, and it didn't work. Maybe, maybe I need to spend some more time on it. I have it. I have a physical copy of it, obviously. But yeah, I, I mean, try it again. It's, yeah, it's the super. I mean, the Super Star Wars games are also really hard to play if you're not that familiar with them. <laughs> if you didn't, they, they, if you, they if you, are yeah. still super hard to this day. If you didn't play <laughs> them over and over and over again in high school, yeah, did. yeah. If you didn't spend the countless <laughs> hours, yeah. um, it's almost it's like if I ever want to speed run a game, I would. I'd want to run the the Star Wars Super Star Wars games. Those games look like a lot of fun. I, I did. I actually did it. I did it last year for a. Uh, for like a charity stream, which I like, nobody really gave me any money except I think I think I got from like one person. But, but uh, yeah, I did that last year for a charity stream. I played through all three of them back to back. That's awesome. I think I, it might be on our. It actually might be on our YouTube channel. If I can find it, I'll send you a link to it. But yeah, I, I'll look for it. Yeah, I played, like, I, yeah it's, uh, those games are frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I played because I played. It took me like a couple hours to beat each one, so I think I played all of them in like six hours. That's not bad. Yeah. That's actually really, really, really good. And that's uh, like the same. Anyone I, who hasn't played them doesn't know. Um, <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the same thing with Super Mario sixty four, where I beat the game in like just a little under five hours on the on the Switch. I just kind of sat down and just played it for five hours and beat the game. So, I mean, I didn't get all the stars, but I got seventy stars enough to get yeah. enough to get to the the Bowser and beat it. So, yeah. That was another thing I wanted to do was try to speed run that. If I, if I practiced it, I could probably shave off an hour or two. If I was, I granted I hadn't played it in a few months, so I kind of just like jumped into it and was like, let's see. You know, I was like, I want to see if I can beat it all in one setting because I've never done it before. And yeah, and I did the same thing with the Star Wars with the Super Star Wars <laughs> games because Mario sixty four and those Star Wars games were games that I played way too much when I was in high school. So they're just ingrained yeah. in my brain forever. So yeah. <laughs> Now those games, yeah, so yeah, but uh, Temple of Doom, not good. So we were, what we were, yeah, we, we like went so we got distracted so much from that. But yeah, that's what we were talking about. But that's Are you gonna all... rip a heart out of anyone in that game. Well, you're not the. No, I know. Indi- I know. India didn't do. I was that, gonna say so you're not the Kalima him. guy or whatever. So maybe it'll <laughs> let you be him just for that scene. <laughs> that's that's really cool that you kept all that stuff. I mean, of course you did. Yeah. Like, why would you throw away NES you... games? Yeah. Yeah, still got them. I mean, there might be some more in there of yours that I have, but I. Those ones that um, were accessible, and, and I can't, I couldn't remember exactly everything that was in the box. Oh yeah, but I was I, looking through. I was like, "That's one. That's one. Yep." 
that's nuts. That wow. I, that's that's insane. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah man. That was so what seventeen was, years later, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we, that's yeah. nuts, man. That's Thank you. Seventeen I'm, years later. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. no, that, I'm so glad you kept them. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you still have them. Yeah. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, do you have that? Do you have the box also that they that they were in? No, I don't have the box. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm kidding. Kidding. shocked at that. When, yeah. you, when you when you started talking about the box, I thought you were going to ask him if he knew where the where the disappearing uh, Dreamcast box or whatever that you talked about on our. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a dis- on our last Dreamcast yeah. box that disappeared somewhere when I when I moved out of the <laughs> dorms. See if you knew where it so went. I don't know. Yeah. We, we did a, if a roommate accidentally took it or something. Something happened to it, but it's gone. We did. Did, a whole- it, did it have the Dreamcast yeah. inside or? I I, had, I have the Dreamcast system, but a box oh, okay. of games. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so ooh, we we okay. yeah. we did like a whole we did a whole Patreon only episode that any listener can access for a dollar a month on patreon.com slash Nintendo podcast. But we did a whole episode about games that we lost and stuff like that. And that was one yeah, of them. We either lost or we sold when we were like, yeah, lost, yeah. lost yeah. games or it was like lost games or like lost save files and like stuff like that or lost or stolen games like, or sold. Yeah. Once that you sold, like whatever God. stuff like that. So yeah. if you hear anything down the grapevine from like our, <laughs> our friends at the dorms, yeah. you know, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that dreamcast yeah. box for whoever <laughs> you dreamcast box, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, it's I, one of the mods I put on my, my switch is a dreamcast mod. Yeah. So now I have all my dreamcast, all the dreamcast games. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing dino crisis the other day. Nice. It's That's so it's, it's fun. I forgot how much fun that game is. I never, I never played Dino Crisis. It's, it's like Resident Evil with dinosaurs, right? Kind of exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I always heard. Like it's like court, sort of the same like fixed camera angle and like uh, not non like not the three D backgrounds like the yep. the ones that you walk. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of the same thing. And what is it? Yeah. Parasite Eve was kind of like that too, I guess, but not dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like they tried yeah. to make a Jurassic Park game but couldn't get the license. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's 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 not as good as Resident Evil, but it's still a great game. It's it's fun. I mean, it's Capcom. You know, I mean they they yeah. they make some they they do some good games. You know, if you haven't heard of these Capcom guys, they they make all sorts of nice games. That's a small company I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to trying to break out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about let's talk about some of the games that have, that are coming out this week. Uh, just because uh, there there were actually there's some sales happening right now. John mentioned one already. Ghostbusters on sale for seven forty nine. It's on sale two through uh, Oct- or through November second. So you still have some weeks on that one. There was actually there were a couple games on here that I was planning on maybe getting. Uh, you know, uh, Jackbox has been something that we've played many a times with Jeremy, with Jeremy and uh, and Shauna, and like with John as well. Like and and like other you know Jess's brother and his wife and and all this stuff and. I was kind of starting to get tired of Jackbox 4 because that's one that I play all the time. And I was thinking about getting one of the ones on sale. So I might put up a poll on our community page or something like that and see what people think. I was kind of leaning towards 2, I guess, because that's the one that has a Fibbage 2 on it and a, and Quiplash XL. I guess Quiplash is kind of like Surviving the Internet, which is the one that we play mostly mm. on there. But I was thinking about getting another Jackbox. There, there, a lot of them are on sale for like... Night, well, like fifth, I think one of them is on sale for as much as like fifteen, knock knocked down from whatever. I didn't get seven came out last week, and I couldn't bring myself to pay thirty dollars for it, just because. Mm-hmm. I mean, we play Jackbox games, but I don't play them all right. the time. Like I thought about getting it and try to see if I, like you and Shauna wanted to. Pl- Jaren, I was, Jaren, saying, I was actually kind of hoping you had gotten it and that you were gonna 
play it with us so I didn't have to buy it. But. I was actually – I was really thinking about it hard. I was like, well, maybe – because I thought maybe you guys would want to play later because we don't – you know, because when we're delivering now, we don't get back to like 11 or 12. But maybe if you guys wanted to play later on a Saturday, I thought about maybe getting it. But but I'm like – but I have all the – I'm like, but I haven't played all these other ones that are way cheaper. So why don't, when I, why don't I just get an older one that I haven't played that has stuff on there? Uh, the one that has the freestyle wrap five is not on sale for some reason, but six, but six is on sale, so that doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. It's like it's like two, three, and six are the ones on sale, but I don't think one and four are on sale either. So maybe those are the more popular ones. But I just thought it was weird that five wasn't on sale, but six is on sale because six is like newer than five. But maybe people just love five because because five has like a newer version of you don't know Jack on it. I think that's the only one that has like a new you don't know Jack and not right. just Jackbox party stuff. So, but yeah, that was just something I was thinking about. I wanted to get one of I wanted to get a different one because I I just have one and four, and we've kind of exhausted all the games on there. So I want to play something else. So yeah, so that that's that's what happened with those. And they're on, like I said, they're on sale. They're those are on sale through the through the second. So. You have some time on that. Also, a game that I really wanted to play, which I didn't play because of the quarantine and money, was uh, Trials of Mana. And it's actually on sale. It's like 15 bucks off now. And I think this is the lowest that it's ever been so far, as far as eShop stuff. And I thought about getting that as well. So I might I might just end up doing that for next week. Get, a, get one of the Jackboxes and Trials of Mana. Just because I always wanted to buy it and it was 50 bucks and now it's 35 also through the 2nd of November. But those are some games that people should check out if you're looking for, you know, sale stuff. I don't know if, uh, we talked about earlier about the Bioshock games on being on sale. I don't know if they'll be on sale when this episode posts, but, you know, check out, check out the eShop. It might be. So, uh, this was one I actually had on the, I actually had this on the notes for an episode a few months or a few weeks back. And I just forgot about it, but yeah, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, Ruin is totally. You can pre you can preload it on your Switch. It's up there for pre sale, and that was a game that I thought looked really really cool. It kind of reminds me of what was that game? Uh, was it Masamune, the Demon Blade on Wii? Kind of reminds me of that game. Uh-huh. If you remember that game, it's like same oh, yeah. has like this Mur- Mur- Muramasa. Yeah, Muramasa. Yeah, and it's a, it has like a two D like, like like there's two D adventure stuff, but there's also like a you know, uh, Harvest Moon, uh, Stardew Valley type farming right. as well. And, and you have like a, yeah, there it is. Yeah. I have that one as well, but, uh, it, it, it looked, it, the art style kind of looked like that game and it looked really, really good. And it was something that's kind of been on my radar, but you can, it looks like a quality game. They're putting out a divine edition and they don't do that for just like, you know, bad games. So <laughs> it's got a, it's got a three disc soundtrack, an art book, a Japanese, Omamori charm and custom design box with uh, exclusive illustrations. So that's sixty bucks if you want that version. Is it just? Is that more than the actual uh, digital version? I would assume so. I mean, I think that must mean that this is going to be like a thirty dollar game or something. It's a, it's coming out. So it's coming out the the tenth of November, and it is thirty nine ninety nine for digital. So it's twenty dollars more for the special edition, but. The soundtrack and the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be worth it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're into physical stuff, I'm really not. But forty dollars is you know maybe I, I'll probably wait till some reviews. But as of right now, from what I saw of it, like through E3 and directs and stuff like that, I, re- I really thought it looked good. So yeah, um, that's that's available to get on there. Uh, do you, uh, there's a 
there's like some releases for the week. I don't know if there's anything. There's like a Transformers game coming out, but it kind of looks like a Fire Emblem game. It looks like a strategy game more than an action one. There's, yeah, it's like a four four v four squad based tactical RPG. Yeah, Transformers Battlegrounds. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's not it's, into it. <laughs> I, you know, I want to be. I really do because I love Transformers. Same with GI Joe. I know you guys covered that last week. Um, how it, it just got mediocre reviews for a third person shooter, more or less. I guess. Sure. They're fine. They look. They look, look like just expanded mobile games. The the uh, Transformers just, uh, one does. Yeah. The uh, From what and- I've seen so far, I, I I hope to be wrong, but I don't know. So, and interestingly, I just saw while I was looking through stuff here. So, Oceanhorn, probably my most hated game on the Switch ever, uh, has has a sequel coming out, Oceanhorn Two. <laughs> I know, I know, it's already out, but it's like it. So, it's on sale right now. You can preload it for like twenty six ninety nine. Take a look at this. Does this remind you of like any other game that we might have played once on the Switch? I don't, I don't, I don't know if it uh, looks like anything else you might have played that before. Looks, that looks one of a kind. I don't know. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Yeah, look, at, it's like wearing the same outfit as this link there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but he has a whole horn made out of ocean. Yeah, I, that's nothing like a wind waker. I don't know ocean. Oh wow, this one, def- <laughs> this one definitely looks like that. Totally looks like Breath of the Wild there. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were referring. That's to a carbon copy. I was talking about Ocean Horn too, yeah. Which, uh, like I said, I the Ocean Horn, the first one, the mobile game, I thought was it was just something I bought because I wanted to buy more games on Switch, and it was at the very, very beginning. And I just thought like it played terribly as a Switch game, and I couldn't figure it out, and I thought it was boring as hell, and the and, and it's like the angles are bad and all that. But Ocean Horn two, or you know, Breath of the Wild two, is is on here, and it's coming out on the twenty eighth. So speaking of preload stuff, I don't know. Some people, some people love that game. Like I've had people uh, give me shit on comments for saying that's like one of the worst games on Switch, but I just don't have time to try to figure out why it's good because I hated it. So <laughs> that's where I got on that. What was it a uh, Oddworld is coming out soon too? Like the the remaster of that is, is also up for preload. That's coming out on the twenty seventh. But yeah, the Transformers game. Uh, there's this Jumping Jack game that's like a three D platformer. I'm always intrigued by three D platformers. And it's like a Halloween, it's like a Halloween themed thing. It's uh, it's thirty dollars though. Like I said, I I don't feel good. I wouldn't feel good about throwing thirty dollars at something that, you know, just because I like platformer stuff. But like Goner Two, Goner Two is coming out. That was like a big indie one that that'll be out this week. Um, the Red Lantern, the one with the dogs that we that you remember from the direct, oh, right. where where it's like the the snow dogs and shit that that's coming out. This oh week. right. And those are like kind of outbreak epidemic. That's totally fitting for for right now. That's another one that's coming out this week. Yeah, I don't know. There's they not can really... off of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the main reason that I got Resident Evil Revelations two again is because I wanted to play a game about you know a virus that turns people into zombies because you know that's what we're dealing with. It's it's it's, it's topical right now with what's <laughs> going on here. Uh, also, yeah, they also added some more uh, p- uh, pinball games to the pinball effects. Which um, I haven't even thought about playing that game in a while. Like we, I played it a lot when it had a, you know, when it, when it had a medieval madness on there, which is probably like my favorite pinball game of all time. Right. The interesting thing about this version is that it has Doctor Dude on it. Doctor Dude was a was a pinball game that we had at the bar Beachwood that I worked at for a while in Wicker Park. So I guess I kind of have some 
some tie to that game just from trying to play it at the Beachwood. I don't know if any of you guys ever played or saw Dr. Dude, but it's kind of a weird. Was that the one, the one lone uh, pinball table that's been there since forever in the back corner in the Beachwood. Yeah. Uh, it, when I first started working there, it was Dr. Dude, but they've changed it. Like it was, I think when the, when they sold the bar, I think they had Dracula, they had Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. There, but they they did change them out a couple times. I worked there for a few years, like that was my first yeah. bar, my first bartending job, best bartending job too. That place was awesome. I got paid paid under the table for everything, and no, you know, it was all like non taxed cash on the day. Like it was awesome. But that's, yeah, they got sold, that's and now they're a fucking now there's some restaurant. But uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I there's that. there's some like New Orleans whatever uh, restaurant time soul food soul food thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it was they had Doctor Doctor Dude was the first pinball game that was there. Yeah, in the corner by the by the pinball machine. Well, by yeah, the, yeah. Uh, in the right, corner by, by the by the, the pool table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I used to live around the corner from there, way back back when. I think yeah. right around when you started. Yeah, that place is great. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Dude. That's the only reason I I was I my I was intrigued by the pinball thing because Doctor Dude and those FF FX games are cool. Like we got um, where we we got the. I got like the Bob's Burgers game and like the Jurassic Park one, and there's like a Doom one, and you know there's there's a bunch of different ones you can get like through that. I know there's like a Star Wars collection that I didn't get, but I've played them before on PlayStation Three. Like they did a one for Switch. There's a physical version of it too. Bunch yeah. of stuff like that on there. So those are fun. I like and, and like Medieval Madness, like I said, that it was really nice to have that game digitally. Even though I think it's. You know, I think it's easier to play in real life than than on the Switch. I don't know the physics. Easier the, in real life? I think it's I think it's easier in real life. Yeah, because I got it's not higher. My experience. I got higher scores in the in the actual in the actual medieval madness machine at Logan Arcade than I did on the Switch. But I think is the physics is way different. Being there and like having the movement and mm. just I don't know, it's it's different. Yeah, and it that's a game. Better. That's a game that I've been playing for years. Also, like we used to. There was a there was like that sub that that uh, what was it Brito's as big as your head place in Bloomington La that Bombas. we used to go to and they had it there and we would play it at yeah, Little Bombas we'd play that we we play it on there so yeah I have a I have a lot of history with that game but so uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity new trailer this yeah, week John's John's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity report we've been talking about this like every week but yeah it's fine well they've been releasing a new trailer every week which true, I just yeah. kind of broke that yeah. down um, I realized. For the last three weeks in a row, we've had a trailer, and so I think that's going to continue until the release hope so. of the game. That's pretty cool. And then the big one, and in, in, in this one, which I've I've looked around, not seen other people really mention, comment on this, but mm-hmm. this is the first trailer where we have some confirmation of paragliding being included. Yeah. So it's in a it's in a cutscene. Yeah. But I, I saw it. I watched the trailer right after you told me that because I'm really in. Like, if there's paragliding in the game, like that makes it more of something that I want to get. Mm-hmm. But yep. I'm curious. Like, I, I think from watching the trailer, I think it could happen. It's not like because you know you, there's a trailer where like this tower shoots up in the middle, but you're right. not going to be able to climb that tower 100. percent There's no way they're going to let you do that. But the but the way that the where the glider the glider was presented in the trailer. I think mm-hmm. that it may be a possibility. That's what I'm. That's yeah. what my thoughts on they it. They put it is. as the last thing, which is sort of like usually the oh, a little teaser to something new, mm-hmm. you know, it being last in the trailer. I'm betting that the next trailer is going to go more into the paragliding. That would be that Hopefully would be it's great. actually that part would, of the gameplay, not just cutscene. Yeah. That would be a main thing that would really. I, I think that would actually work. 
I could see it working actually really well with, you know, because those Muso games, you're always like moving around from like zone to zone and trying to oh, like yeah. defend stuff and defeat people and different things. If there was an ability where you could like float there with your yeah. thing and get there quicker, like that could make it, I don't know, I could see that worked in as a, dy- a dynamic with that place. How fun so. would that be to be parasailing and being able to like shoot from the sky at these thousands of warriors down below. It'd be great. That would, be really that, cool. that would make me want to play it even more. So, I mean, that's, I'm hoping that it's a real thing because we've talked about this many a times. I'm not really that excited about, you know, Hyrule Warriors stuff is, uh, you aren't either John, but if they incorporate enough of the play style that was in breath of the wild and make it enough like breath of the wild, I think it's going to be more yeah. intriguing for me for sure. Have you seen much about the game, Chris? You know, I, not the new one. I know when they released, it was an earlier version of Hyrule Warriors. It was like the, and I, I play a little of that, right? Am I, I'm not mm-hmm. losing my mind. That's the yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're, this, this they're, is they had one that yeah. was on the Wii U, and then they brought it to the Switch. Yeah, yeah th- this is right. this okay. is the second. Yeah, this is the second one that, technically. I, yeah, I, I like some of the the ones on the PlayStation back in the day, the the Warrior series, and they're okay. It, it does get repetitive to me after a while, just slashing through, and it just. Doing the same mission over and over and over again, it mm. kind of wears on me. Sure. So, um, they, they're fun for sure, but the the it doesn't keep me for very long. Yeah. It, it, I think I think it's all about like how invested you are in whatever the subject matter is, you know? Because sure. they right. they do ones, you know. There's like Dragon Quest Heroes, it's based in that, and like there was a Fire Emblem one also, and and then there was that Persona Five one. That, no, that came out in, that, one. that came out in wild. Japan, but it hasn't come out here yet. It was a switch, is a switch one, okay. and uh, you know it, it depends on how invested you are. In, and I have like a I have a One Piece one that I got; it was on sale. But uh, it's for Hyrule Warriors. That was the one that I played the most because it had so much like Zelda nerd shit in it. You know, you could play as Tingle, which I've mentioned yeah. many a times as a playable character on there. And that's the big thing was for me was just like going through and just playing as all these weird characters. Like that was what, what kept me and And then of course, like the, the different levels that were based on stuff from Zelda. And then you get to fight like the bomb, you get to fight like the guys, you know, the, whatever the fuck they're called, the guys that eat the bombs. Um, what are, what are they called? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I do. I, my, my Zelda lore is where you at Jeremy on this one. You should, you should know this. Dodongo. Dodongo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the, you'd fight like a big Dodongo, but you threw like a hundred bombs at once, so it was like really, you know, it was more like intense like that. And I really enjoyed it. And the fact that this one's actually they're actually working this one into the story of Breath of the Wild and all that stuff, it seems more in- intriguing to me. So that's like it's it's all about how invested you are in the actual like you know story that they're doing with it. Because the yeah the the play in itself can get old pretty quickly, but this one could be fun. Like like you get to play as all the like. Uh, Whatever, whatever you call them, like uh, Daruk and all those guys, the champions, yeah. And, uh, okay, oh, that's and, uh, fun. That's and, pretty cool. And Imp, and Imp, Imp, Imp there and Zelda, and yeah. yeah. There might be enough of, of a drought of games that I end up getting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unless the, they get crazy with like giving us like GameCube Virtual Console or something. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Yeah, if something else like crazy happens at the same time, that's big, maybe. But I, it's like I'm on the fence, but I'm still like kind of leaning towards it. And every, and each trailer I think looks cooler like every time they release a new thing. So, and they yeah, they I think seem it's to be slow drip on the information. Yeah, they seem to be doing it every week. You know, now that it's been we're in the quarantine time, and you know, Nintendo's just been like kind of they're just now just you know randomly releasing. They haven't done a, a straight up direct in a while. I think they're just giving us pieces. 
for what they would originally have been in a longer direct or whatever as they've been. Right. You know, like 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 Paper Mario, they just kind of like just announced that out of nowhere, and I think that was supposed to be an E three release thing, and it ended up not being it. But yeah, no, I, it's it's hopefully they'll keep doing this every every week until you know until it launches, and we're pretty much right about a month away from the launch of the game, so we should see more of that stuff. I, I want to know about this Mario Super Mario Brothers 35 Luigi thing. Can one of you guys tell yeah. me what this is about? Because I haven't played sure. Super Mario 35, like, probably not since we did an episode about it, just because, I I don't know. The, like I said, it, the control's a little slippy for me, and I'm not that good at it. <laughs> and it's kind of a, it's one of those things that sort of like, it frustrates me sometimes if I don't do that well on it. I kind of, I just haven't been playing it, because... I haven't won yet, I guess. That's what I'm saying. But I want to try it again if there's a Ouija on there. And I also want to try that the 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 um special mode that Jeremy was talking about that I keep forgetting about. But what do you have to do? Yeah. What do you have to do to get Luigi on there? Yeah, so yeah, so the news is that Luigi is in the game. So how it came about was the players discovered they started to take note. I'm reading this from the Kotaku article, by the way. They started to take note after uh, Tetra Speedrunner Combatron robot uh, shared a clip of Luigi appearing in World 1-1. The key appears to be holding L when selecting a stage huh. up through the new, when the new match begins, um, which results in the red-shirted brown overall Mario being swapped out for his green-tinted brother. Oh, nice. So, I need to try yeah. that. Has anybody tried yeah. that? Have you tried that yet, Jeremy? I haven't tried it yet, but there seems to be though. other conditions. Oh, okay. Yeah, the other conditions are that you need to be star rank 100. Mm. Which I am not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. And then according to the uh, Reddit, you also need to have unlocked and beaten every stage in the game as well. Which I have not. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that is something that I wanted to do on that game. Like, I just thought it would be... Right. I would, that would be considering... What I would consider beating that game is getting all Name of the levels. Like and, and, and getting, of course, first, you know, along with that. You're up to Back how many? in the day, we just hit select to get Luigi. Jeez. <laughs> how many did you have, Jeremy? I think I'm up to six one on like the levels I've unlocked. Oh wow! Okay, so that's pretty far. Is there anything cool? Like, are you able to send Lakitu's and stuff? Well, Lakitu's they they yeah, show yeah, up yeah. way before six oh, one. Well, I see a lot more Lakitu's and stuff. I still haven't seen Rogue Bullet Bills. Hmm. I see a lot of Hammer Brothers. Yeah. So I don't know how it really works, but yeah, I thought that I'd be getting sent a, a bunch of Bullet Bills by now, and still haven't seen any. Hmm. Has has it started to change up like what levels you start on now that more people have more than just one one? Yes. At the beginning, that's good. Yeah, it's it's like still mostly one one, but it's slightly less likely. To be yeah, one. I should I should play it. I'll I'll play some of it tonight. It's just kind of I was just I guess I was just kind of more moreover just frustrated that I couldn't win it. Was why I took a break from it because it was just kind of. Once you play a few yeah. matches in a row, you kind of get an idea that there's like tiers to like players, which mm-hmm. I don't think is going to be around for much longer. Like the people that keep playing are going to be the people that are, you know, understand it and care about it. So mm-hmm. we're still at a point where you can kind of tell like you play to the last ten people; those are the people that actually care about the game and have put the time into it. And I still think like, there's a significant majority of people that still don't really get that it's not battle royale in the true sense that it's really just a survival with some sort of like attack possibilities. Hmm. Yeah. I should definitely try it out again. No, I'm saying everybody should that, that the, the Luigi carrot is definitely bringing me back to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to try it again. Cause you know, John and I are super Luigi, Luigi stands here. Back so, for, uh, Mario yeah. 2. The Luigi carrot's going to be back in Mario two Royale. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> you can throw it. <laughs> I'm hoping for that to happen in, when uh, when it supposedly is taken off uh, taken off the switch, or maybe they'll just add more to it. But yeah, Did there's. You guys see the uh, kind of in a similar news. It's Nintendo, but that for the Stadia they announced uh, Batman or Batman. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah, <laughs> Batman. They're very different things. Batman ba- Battle Royale. Ba- Batman. Yes. <laughs> you are. You are all. You are all the Batman. You're just backs. <laughs> uh, I want yeah, Batman there's Royale. Like a, and I don't completely understand it, but it seems like there's an extra element to what they've added to where you actually go into people's mazes. Because mm-hmm. oh. all the mazes are on a big grid, and you're within your like little tiny maze doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't expect it to be a Stadia-only thing unless Stadia paid them a lot said of money. So. It's like who, that it was just exclusive for... A time. It's like who okay. even, so it's coming something else. I mean, who, I, I want to play. Who it even has cool. Stadia? Like anyway, like I don't, I don't know. It looks freaking cool. I didn't think anybody got Stadia. Like what's? I don't know anybody who was. There was like one person I who came to the owl that said he was excited about it, but I didn't know him. He was just. I'm waiting for customer. the uh, version of the Chromecast that has Stadia built in, which doesn't come out until next year. Oh really? Is that, is that going to be a thing? Yeah, they're going to add Stadia support to Chrome, the newer Chromecasts. Oh, okay. And all you, do you need like the specific? St- all you need is an account, right? You don't even need their controller to you play Stadia. You need their Stadia. controller because it hooks right uh-huh. to the internet. It's, it's not a Wi-Fi controller. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, can I use my? Can I or use it my is eight, a Wi-Fi controller. Can I use my eight-bit Do Pro yeah, controller yeah, yeah, yeah. and just play on Stadia like that? I don't know. I don't yeah. think my. Inter- it's not a Bluetooth controller. Yeah. I mean, I got kicked off like three times trying to stream uh, Res- Resident Evil Revelations last night. I don't think I. I don't know if my internet would handle Stadia. I mean, maybe it's it's weird. Like it's it's pretty it's super fast most of the time, and then occasionally it just doesn't work for whatever reason, and that's what happened last night. But yeah, Nintendo claims that Game and Watch, the Super Mario Brothers handheld, will be available, so they're going to keep producing them until the thirty first of March of next year. Sounds like it's going to be another NES classic. Yeah, another NES classic, Super Mario All Stars. That's the cutoff date. So they're not making any more after that. Yeah, and they're not. There's still no pre-order for this as of right now, right? And it's supposed to not come in out. The US. You it's, can still internationally yeah. pre-order it. Okay, and it's and supposed, they're only going to make oh, five yeah. units, by the way. That's it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're only going to make five units. Each Walmart's going to get four of them. Yeah. Well, right. you, I mean, it reminds me of what was it? Uh, yeah, the whole like um, you know, Super what, Nintendo Super Nintendo Classic, uh, the NES Classic. What was it? I went to. Um, I went to Target to get it in Chicago, the one in Elston, and they got like seventy-five uh, NES classics there, and that and, and that was the only one that had that much because I went over to Toys R Us afterwards when Toys R Us still existed, you know, to try to see how many they had, and they had like f- and they had like five. It was like the difference was mm-hmm. ridiculous, you know, and there's people standing in line for them and all that, and we talked about that on a way previous episode, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I mean, it's. Are you you guys are planning on getting one, right? I I figured you s- said you were, right, Jeremy? I've had my eyes peeled to get one if it's easy, but I'm not going to put myself through any sort of like stress. Like I've already decided after the the pin debacle, yeah, <laughs> that I'm just not going to let myself get super invested in owning this thing. Like it's something that's definitely highly unnecessary. Like the the classics were way way cooler than this thing. This thing's like. It's kind of dumb. It's a novelty. I mean, yeah. I get the the throwback to the Game & Watches, like if you're a g- huge Game & Watch fan or like yeah. a, even just like a Nintendo history buff. I can see the appeal, and I kind of do have that 
desire for it for that reason, but yeah, it's just Mario one again. I've got it in so many places, though. but you don't have it there. Right. If I, if I am able to get it, if it's one of those things where like I'm on Twitter, Wario 64 says it's available. I get it. Or, you know, I walk into a store and they just have it and I impulsively buy it. Like that's going to be the thing, but I'm not going to like, Whatever. Walmart at midnight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing if, that this time. I'll say it's, it's not like we're just like walking into stores now. You know, it's like that's not really a thing. No, anymore. It's not. Yeah, we don't do that. You really have to have like a, a list before you go to a store. At this point, I would say. Yeah, it's not. We're not just like casually going to you Target to up. see what amiibo they have. Even though we, you know, my wife did do, did do that for <laughs> the last two. But yeah, yeah. Just one more I wanted to mention was that at Super Nintendo World. Looks like they're going to have hidden Pikmin. I think that's pretty cool. Like it's hidden, like, uh, like you can, Pikmin. like you can search, exactly. for, like you can search for them in a game or, or what? Like how so, would... the the hint to this was that um, they have put out or, or somebody found a, a bag, an image of a pr- official like shopping bag that you would get at Super Nintendo World, and among those things is an image of like. Mario and Yoshi and the whole land and everything. And everybody's saying like, hey, come on in, join us at Super Nintendo World, whatever. But then there's a little Pikmin hidden on the bag. So as if you're going to be able to like look around at a certain corner or whatever and find a Pikmin, maybe with your smartphone or something. Hmm. They uh, Like hidden Mickey's at Disney World? Yeah. Did yeah, they, they do yeah. that. That's true. Yeah. I was going to say when I, when we were in Japan and we went to the, um, the one piece the like the one piece adventure thing and uh, Tokyo Tower there's a similar thing where you had get this little like snail guy and you go around go around and you can find like hidden characters in the wall we didn't we didn't play that was like one of the only things we didn't do there but they have something like that so maybe it's similar to that and not to mention if you remember like in the in the Super Mario in the in the golf in the Mario Golf Toadstool tour on GameCube uh, there were Pikmin hidden in the grass that you could find, like in the flowers. Like if you hit the if you hit the ball in there, they would scurry around. So they've been hidden in stuff for before. So I would yeah. wouldn't surprise me. And plus, Pikmin is like around the corner. So I mean, I mean, it's not like they're opening this around the corner, but you know. But yeah, more more of that stuff. I don't think uh, I don't know if there's anything I need to say. Yeah, I'm good. Aside from a uh, the game Darkest Dungeon, which I really liked. It has a has like an actual physical board game that's coming out due to a Kickstarter, so that's pretty rad. I don't know if anybody played that game. It's like a it's like a two D turn based RPG. That's incredibly yeah, it's fun. It's incredible. I really like that game a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Did, did you ever yeah. Did you ever beat it or play? Far no, into it? I, I no, I didn't even think okay. it came close. I just really enjoyed just running through the dungeons. I died yeah. countless times. Yeah, and lost so many people. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's the idea. I think is that. They want you to die, and the whole idea is like building up your town to where you can, and also your characters can like go insane while they're in the dungeons, and you have to like, you have to like send them to like go drinking or gambling or like, you know, like isolate them at a church or something. You have to do all this stuff to try to keep them, yeah. keep them sane, and and you can only put people with certain like have certain types with certain people. It was really really cool. It's a game I, it's like on my list of something that I really want to try to play again because I know they did a patch to make it a little bit easier. Because oh, of, because of okay. people like talking about how hard it was, and it wasn't incredibly hard. And I just kind of got to the point where I had this team that was really, really good, and then I fucked up, and they all died, and they don't come back. So it's like I just kind of stopped playing after that because I felt defeated. You know, I'm like, and yeah, I was no, that's yeah, my, especially my team, when you get yeah. that far and you yeah, and you have yeah, it's it's. I didn't want to start yeah, over again, and because yeah. <laughs> depending on the character you have in the dungeon, 
they respond to insanity different. Like some become stronger, some run away and figuring out those types. You don't really know going into it, how they're going to react and what the response is going to be. So it's, it can be, can be weird and, and frustrating mm-hmm. your first several playthroughs. Yeah. But this, uh, this dungeon or this, um, board game looks really cool. Like, I don't know if I would necessarily buy it, but I'm really intrigued by it. Like they have like little, little plastic figures of each of the different, uh, you know, job classes and stuff like that and characters that you could have. And even has the guy like holding the, holding the sheet up, the piece piece of paper, you know, that he uses to attack people with and all that. And I think it's cool. I mean, I'm glad that it got funded and all that. It's a full on physical, physical board game of, of an indie game. And I think that's neat. You don't really hear that much about something like that. But yeah, I think uh, I think that's our show for this week. We already talked about AOC stream earlier earlier in the episode, so we didn't need, need to talk about that. A little that. bit, yeah, yeah. She no. streamed uh, Among Us. Yeah, which got Jeremy to buy it, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> or you probably had it before. But yeah, but thank, thanks for joining us, Chris. It's, it was great to talk yeah, to you again. It's like, like I said, the show has kind of become, especially in the quarantine, it's been, been trying to reach out to people I haven't talked to for a while and have them on talk about Nintendos and video games, which is a lot of stuff that we're still doing, you know, still makes sense to us and all that in the quarantine. Is there anywhere like online that you want to tell people to find you? Like, do you do Twitter or anything like that? Probably uh, not. I don't. I <laughs> I just got back on Facebook. Okay. Don't find me there. I'm not really posting anything. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, if I haven't seen you in a while, please put me up. I, I'm trying to, again, same with, I got back on Facebook because it's, we're quarantined and I, I don't talk to anybody or see sure, anybody yeah. anymore. So, yeah. and it's, it seems to be the only, one of the only places left to actually reconnect with, uh, and communicate with people mm. you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, then, then thanks for bringing me on and it was great seeing you again. Yeah, no problem. It was, it was awesome. Well yeah. yeah, it was, I mean, been, uh, we, we always had a big history of talking about games, video games and such. And I thought it was, so I thought it was perfect. And of course, like, you know, we'll talk again. And if there's ever something you want to talk about on the show specifically, feel free and let me know. And that's, I mean, really, this is yeah. awesome. And like, congratulations to all you guys for, for, for yeah, 242. 242. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's just, incredibly impressive. Just gotta it keep, sounds like you're, you're getting some incredible people. Just and I, and I heard it. the introduction to the last one that, um, the Tim, K- the, Tim the, uh, yeah, BAGM. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was no, that was wild. That was, yeah. That's nuts. Oh, he's, he's yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Jeremy and I met him at the MGC, and he did a little promo thing for us, and it's at the beginning of every episode. So <laughs> just that's because, awesome. uh, yeah, that's 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 that's, all, that's great. Like yeah. this is this is really cool. Yeah, Tim Kitts. Congratulations. Wrote, I can't I can't bring I can't bring myself to like not have it on there just because. Uh, He's great. He's he's an awesome guy. We actually any more that's representative of the before times. Yeah, for anybody who's uh, interested in supporting us through Patreon, we actually do have a full on interview with Tim Kitzrow on there as well from from that same convention. So if you want to hear that and various other extra stuff, we have over, we have at least over twenty exclusive episodes that you can only listen to on Patreon through there. So definitely check that out at patreon.com slash Nintendo main podcast. And you can also check us out at Nintendo main podcast.com, uh, youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast, twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. I've been streaming a lot of horror movie stuff lately. Um, if Jeremy gets spell break, I'd love to do, to do, to do some uh, two player stuff like we used to do for Fortnite. I think you should check it out because it's, it's, I think it's improved all the things that needed improving on Fortnite. So I think it's worth checking out. Plus you can fly, you can fly around and shoot people with magic. It's no great. No building. No building. Yeah. No building at all. So, but, it, but there's grinding of sorts. Well, there's, you can 
level up and stuff in the game. And you always have a weapon when you start, which is huge as well. You start with a weapon. You don't have to find one. But yeah, check us out on all that stuff. Uh, check out the Patreon. Uh, I'm, I'm at Nintendo underscore domain at Twitter. Jeremy's at jmaxstack. Do you want to give your name now that you have a, have a name, John, on here? Oh. For the fans? They, they oh, can, I'm good. I think they can figure. They could probably figure it out if they if they go look deep enough. But I won't say anything. But also, I have another podcast called How Is It Now, where uh, Jess and I talk about old Oscar Oscar-only movies and how they are now. We just did an episode about uh, Death Becomes Her, which won the visual effect for effects Oscar of 1992. So that was uh, Richard Gere. And... No, it was uh, Bruce Willis and oh, it was, uh, Bruce Willis. It was Bruce Willis and. Um, and Meryl Streep and uh, Meg Ryan, right? Or no, it was Goldie Hawn. Gold- Goldie yeah, Hawn, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah Goldie Hawn. Yeah, yeah, that movie's so good. <laughs> yeah, we we weren't we weren't huge fans of it, but it's fun. Was, it's fun to listen to us make fun of it. It's so good. I mean, it's it's silly. It's a silly movie, but yeah, we we talk we talk about that. So check it out. But yeah, we we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson, Jeremy Mikowski, John Litter, and a special guest, Chris. Hi. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening to us. We'll see you next week. See you.